0: If you hate America so much and you don't like this country that gave you a billion dollars, leave it. Or come deal with me. You Go to China. Go to, go to these sweatshops that you employ all these laborers and use these women and pay them pennies on the dollar to make your millions. Fuck you, Ludrom James. You're a coward. You're a spineless coward and you're a bitch it's the dream rare podcast welcome to the show the way to get the news at the desk or on the road let's go god is great and success in our control the world is crazy but we get better from obstacles yeah what's going on everybody welcome to today's late night episode of dream rare podcast we're here with andrew from andrew says tv thanks for being here my friend
1: of course of course brother from the west coast
0: Appreciate you. Yeah. So, uh, everybody, I'm going to play it again in a minute or two because I know sometimes people trickle in, but we have like six different stories. I got a lot of things to go through. There's a FISA spying bill that's creeping through Congress. Some funny stories, some not so funny stories, but it should be a great show. But I tried to figure out which one would make the best headline and which one I wanted to start with. And it was this video of Colby Covington, who is a he he self proclaimed Trump's favorite fighter. Although I think him and Jorge all kind of fight over that. But, um, you know, he had a press conference. He's always really funny. And he, he told, I didn't, I didn't censor it because I just didn't want to. So if your kids are watching or something, just close their ears or whatever, because sometimes people are like, oh, they're cursing. But I wanted to get the full effect. Here's him saying, LeBron, go F yourself. Come fight me. If you hate America so much and you don't like this country that gave you a billion dollars, leave it or come deal with me. You go to China, go to go to these sweatshops that you employ all these laborers and use these women and pay them pennies on the dollar to make your millions. Fuck you, LeDrom James. You're a coward. You're a spineless coward and you're a bitch. He kind of messed up the name, but I think that <laughs> just <gist, laughs> the gist of why he was annoyed was I saw this video go viral of LeBron not standing for the national anthem like he was walking. Did you see that video? Yeah. What do you think about it?
1: Well, it's kind of hard to tell. It's a little obscured. Um, I kind of got the feeling that LeBron walked in, and he's completely unaware of what's going on because he thinks he's the greatest person in the world. And I think, realistically, I think he just wasn't paying attention. I thought he got up at the end of at the end of that. I doubt he'd be taking a stance at his son's game. But really, what I thought. And what I think of LeBron James is he's one of the best basketball players of all time, but he's, he's really just an idiot. Like he's really, he's got some of the worst opinions I've ever heard. And he's always reading the start of books, caught reading books upside down. And when you look at the things he said that are actually political in nature, he's pretty much verifiably false. I can think of the, uh, the voting laws in Georgia that he cited, he's completely wrong about that. He, he talked about racism in a way that I think was completely wrong. And even down to the time in history when they said his, I think it was his garage or the side of his house got spray painted with zero evidence. I tend to just not want to hear LeBron speak
0: ever. <laughs> Dude, I love America. I'm reading a book yeah. about the Um
1: You know, Malcolm X, you know, he did a lot of good things. Uh, <laughs>
0: that was basically it yeah if you guys don't know there's a meme of lebron he's always on the first page and they're like what's your favorite part of the malcolm x books he's like you know just the part where malcolm's just you know he's just dropping <laughs> x's all over the place really i don't <laughs> i don't want to blow your mind or anything so i won't do <laughs> it um yeah it's like someone spray painted in my house what did they write they wrote i'm better than michael jordan i don't know who it was yeah. it was probably it was probably some terrorist but uh they wrote LeBron is way better and way cooler than Michael Jordan, but also, also I'm racist. And you're like, whoa! <laughs> it's, it's
1: weird cr- that they added that part in. I don't understand.
0: Yeah, it's an odd, it's an odd thing for a terrorist to, to write. But um, yeah, I know it sucks because I used to love LeBron. I mean, I still don't hate him. I think he's very talented, and you know, probably like the best conditioned player ever. Like he might not have that Jordan heart to win. I, I'm not saying he doesn't, but. You know, he's so good in his later years. I've never seen someone as Mm -hmm. good as him, as old as him. But yeah, it's hard to feel that bad for him because he's on stage with Hillary Clinton. And there's a lot of hypocrites in this world, but it's always like, you know, he's on stage with Hillary Clinton. Then he's like pretending to be an activist, but then he really doesn't say that much when there's vaccine mandates. But I know that he knows. Uh, I have a theory, actually. L.A. didn't mandate the vaccine for the Lakers um, arena but they did mandate it in San Francisco for the Golden State Warriors and they did mandate it in New York. I think LeBron has a lot of sway. I think he has more sway than the coach. I think he knows that a lot of his boys didn't want to get the vaccine. So he made sure, this is a total theory that I'm not sure of, but this is just my speculation, that he was like, you know, had his boys back and was like, all right, don't mandate the vaccine here or or, or played a role in that, but then never really said anything or spoke out against it, just like bare minimum stuff. But, um, yeah, I mean, maybe he made a mistake with the national anthem. Maybe, you know, I've, I've been like walking into a bar one time when it was going on. I wasn't paying attention. Luckily, I didn't get recorded or else I'd be a total non-patriot. But, uh, yeah, it's hard to really like feel that bad for LeBron. And it's pretty funny watching Kobe Col- Covington call him a spineless coward. And uh, with the China thing and the America thing, I think it's okay to call out your government because sometimes conservatives and Republicans will be like, oh, if you don't like America, then leave. It's like, but you don't like Biden. You don't like the way the country's run. You don't like a lot of aspects of it also. But the hypocrisy, I think from... LeBron is like, you never hear him say like, America's a really amazing place. And you know, I make money in China, but I love this country, but I I'm critical of it, but it really has let me make a billion dollars. And it's a pretty great place to be. You don't have that, you know, you should at least have that where it's like, I'm grateful. I'm allowed to criticize my government in America and I'm going to criticize it, but I'm glad that I don't live in a country where they block it. You know, he doesn't do that, which makes most conservatives just not like him. And Colby's one of them.
1: Well, I know LeBron has said how difficult it is for a black man in America. And, and that just sounds to me like he's hearing what other people say and he wants to say it too. The guy's been famous since he was 16. And they've been recruiting him probably since ninth grade or 8th grade. And he was at the St. Mary's High School. So it's not like LeBron has had a tough life. He's been coveted for a very long time. And guys like Col- Colby Covington, I feel like it is his time now, Colby could be cringy. I don't know if you've had him on this show, so maybe I shouldn't be too mean. <laughs> no,
0: I'd love to have him on the show. But I, no.
1: I know Colby's great, and I think he tries to put it on too much sometimes. Whereas, if he just talked like how he normally talks, and some things I've seen him, I I think he'd come across better. But he he really wants to play up the whole wrestling side of things. I mean, he comes out to Kurt Angle's theme song, where they chanted "You suck" at him in the <laughs> WWE. So he really wants to play that up, and. You know, every time he fights for the title, he says he's going to win and bring it home for America. But if there is a time to do it with Sean Strickland as a as a champion in the other division, now is the time to bring it back to the United States, leading up to another election. I think now is the time. I got nothing against Leon Edwards, but Leon Edwards, you know, he's British. He's he's the British aren't very good fighters in the UFC historically. I'm just not a fan of having a British UFC champion. I want to see Colby Covington bring it home, and you know, the fact that he's. He's pretty good on politics, just like Masvidal is um, most of the time. I think that's what the UFC needs right now for for sports in general, because there's not too many people speaking out in sports these days um, in a way that I agree with. I mean, you mentioned the Golden State Warriors and their coach Steve Kerr is just insane. Greg Popovich of San Antonio says some s- silly things too, I think. So I think in the if, if you can have multiple people talking about realistic uh, – realistic viewpoints then I think that's better
0: I love that the UFC allows their people to speak like people for those who don't know Colby Covington he definitely kind of plays a character and like hypes it up a lot but he is funny at the same time all these athletes are pretty much allowed to say what they want and uh, I don't feel bad for athletes who make hundreds of millions of dollars but I do wish this is what does annoy me about LeBron James is I actually do agree that the NBA and the NFL like they do treat these players, I'm not going to say the S word that Colin Kaepernick calls himself, but I do think that they treat these players like little kids and basically say, you're not allowed to do this. You're not allowed to say no homo. You're not allowed to do this. You're, you're allowed to do this and BLM, but you're not allowed to do that. So if LeBron James was really this activist that he claimed to be, he would speak out and be like, listen, a lot of my boys don't want to get the vaccine. A lot of my boys don't agree with big pharma. Some of my boys like the country and they want to have, you know, they want to support Trump even though I don't support Trump, but I think they should be allowed to. A, a lot of my boys lost sponsorships when they you know, made a, a political opinion in the NFL. One coach said that the BLM riots were worse than a different, I think January 6th or something, and he got a fine. So it's like these uh, these sports leagues are like liberal camps where they can't say anything, um, where in the UFC, you could say anything you want. So it would be interesting to see if LeBron responds to Colby, who who called him a spineless coward. I. I would love to see him respond. Um, It's fun. You know, it's a fun little like intersports beef that I wonder what LeBron has to say. He'll probably like use some victim card or something. Who knows?
1: Yeah, I think it's really interesting in the UFC. They recently lifted their ban on bringing flags into the octagon with them, or I think even walking into the arena, like where the audience is with them. And I think that came from uh, the Ukraine war there. I know there's one guy who's Ukrainian, Nikita Krylov, who who isn't on ukraine's side for the war he carried in a new flag and then they don't want people bringing in hong kong flags uh, before and then you get into you know eastern european and and uh russian uh flags that people come in that are like from the dagestanis and all these sorts of different factions most people have probably never heard of so it'll be interesting to see if the ufc sticks with that because they had banned bringing flags in because there was too many like separatist flags being brought in by fighters from random parts of the world. And now they're allowing it again. I would like to see somebody bring in like a a Hong Kong flag or, or a Taiwanese flag because it really pissed China off. And that pleases me.
0: I would say that they took away the flags when the Ukraine Russia war started and I believe they did it because Russia was just getting like hit where it was like if you were a Russian fighter that was a boxer you had to say you were from California or Canada like you weren't you just weren't allowed to say you were from Russia so I think they didn't want Russian flags. So instead of just discriminating against Russia like the rest of the world, they said no one can do flags. And then it was just kind of lame. And, and uh, Dana White came out and said, you know what? I'm bringing flags back. But the, the week that he said that, the Ukraine-Israel war escalated and they were in Abu Dhabi with a bunch of uh, Muslim fighters that were going to come out with a Palestine flag. So he called, he called it off at that specific venue because the new war broke out. Or, or it escalated. Um, but then he, he still is like saying we can have flags, but <laughs> I just thought that was pretty wild. He's like, flags are back, and then they're like, All right, Palestine flags come and they're like, whoa, 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 <laughs> You know, not not so fast.
1: What was interesting about that is I think they did that in Australia, and um I see I think I saw somebody in the chat from Australia, and they had all these Australian fighters, well, two of them to be exact, saying homophobic slurs. And I was like, all right, we're back now. Um, People are saying whatever (laughs) they want. But then they all apologized. And Robert Whitaker also said, oh, he was disgusting, mate. How dare you? And it's like, these guys can't even, like stand up for themselves there's still some people who are professional athletes who won't get fined by the ufc they won't get reprimanded at all and they're still too afraid of like what twitter says the next morning and i find that really sad and if you don't know that's pretty much how canada's operate operating is by twitter replies you say something if a politician says something and twitter gets upset about it then it, it can't be said any longer and it's really sad to see adult men react that way so yeah i'm glad the ufc backtracked on that rule
0: yeah. Uh, and, you know, show Andrew some love. He's he lives in Canada. And, you know, at any moment, Trudeau could come on his door and try to beat him up. Uh, so you know, every <laughs> in single blackface. In, in, in blackface and Indian garb, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, mm. so it's very brave of him to be here. The second story is not the most important story, but I just found this hilarious. Um, I posted it on my Facebook page. So this was on X or Twitter. This guy, Marshall Haas, he said, no more kids for me. My wife had the jokes when I got home from the doctor today. So I guess he got a vasectomy. And um, uh, like, I'm just going to read for those who are listening on podcast. She had donuts and she put a little like uh, post-it notes over everything. It says no nuts, crunch berries, you know, your crunchers are gone or something. No more shooting duds, uh, snip, snip, hooray. You know, so long swimmers with Swedish fish there feeling a little less nutty, buddy like not only did she, uh, like the wife had her husband, um, I was going to say castrated, but that's not the right word, vasectomy. Like I guess they, you know, they say bye-bye to the life of your sperm. I don't know how it works. (laughs) But anyway, it's like, not only did that happen, but then she goes and like humiliates him with all these jokes. And I posted it on uh, Facebook and there were some people that were saying, um, you know, I, I see this in a lot of dad groups and it's like, I'm sure you see a lot of things in a lot of groups, but my opinion is like, wow, what a humiliating like ritual to go through. Like you, you you, neuter your guy and then make fun of him with a bunch of like sugary candy. It's I don't know. I was like, dude, I'd rather I'd rather be single and be like a 50 year old cat guy with like a bunch. of. I don't even like cats, but it's like rather than a wife that shuts my nuts off and makes fun of me. That sounds insane.
1: Well, I I think what's sad also about this is this was needed to be posted to Facebook. I think the idea that everybody thinks that, you know, that they need to share all the all these aspects of their lives (laughs) online as if they're a celebrity and people want to track what they're doing. I, I think if you're not sharing a business, connecting with with a friend or something like that, or or sharing some sort of content. I'm not gonna, you know, be mad at somebody for sharing a post they like. I'm just saying, like, what wh- this is for attention. You don't post an embarrassing thing like this unless you want some sort of, you know, dopamine hit from it and the and the positive feedback that comes with having something popular online. So I think it's weird when adult men, especially one who's going through, like you said, some sort of weird humiliation trial and ritual. I think it's weird that he would post that online. Just uh, because he wants the likes and stuff from it, because we know deep down inside he didn't want to do that. Right. I mean, you know, you're not going to convince me that this was the move you wanted to take. He would rather have more kids or have his wife be on birth control as opposed to have a surgical procedure. And it's uh, I mean, it's pretty graphic. I don't know if you've seen the latest Stevo uh special but they show him getting a vasectomy on there people yeah. like passed out in the theater it's not like the it's not like oh hey guys this is just like go on in and it's a good we're pulling a tooth here
0: i saw the guy i'm guessing he was liberal um and he was like oh the, <laughs> he was like oh, all the trolls like he, he he got a thrill out of like i don't know if he thought it was going to be popular but it was just 99 like conservative right-wing guys being like what a you know, what a loser. And he's like, oh, the trolls really are, g- are gassed up by this one. And it's like, maybe we should go back to the day when people just post random stuff. Like when Twitter first started, you're just like eating Taco Bell with the boys. And it's <laughs> yeah. like, tough. and it's like, okay. But now that's like a weird thing to do. You're like, just got my nuts tied, you know, haha. And you're like, when Facebook first started, okay. all the
1: statuses were Andrew is or whatever. They had a, like a prefix mm-hmm. for it for an action that you were doing.
0: Right is swimming you're like yeah swimming with the boys all right we can maybe bring that back now that we went through <laughs> now that we went through two stories i want to get to something serious folks because no one's talking about it besides thomas massey as always and uh, maybe a few others and this is happening in america right now i'm just i'm just gonna read uh, mike lee said the senate just voted to waive the point of order against the ndaa 35 of us opposed the motion to waive Um, This is not good. He said we needed 41, so it's going to the House. And Thomas Massey said it was close in the Senate, but now it's up to the House tomorrow to stop the reauthorization of warrantless spying on Americans. Thank you for your valiant efforts to Mike Lee and, and Rand Paul. So there's some sort of FISA spying bill to apparently spy on you without a warrant or spy on anyone without a warrant under the guise of we're only going to use it against the bad guys, but your government has told you that they literally hate everybody who's conservative, but they pretend like they don't. Um, and even some left-wing activists. So you don't want to give that power to them unless you do. I don't. Um, it's interesting to me because I've seemed like a hater recently to a lot of people because I'm so tapped out of like the political theater of like you know, I mean, I talk about it sometimes, but it's like, you know, Trump will say this, Biden will say this, like DeSantis wears boots, right? Chris Christie's large. And, and that seems to dominate the discussion. And as they're doing it, both parties pass a spying bill. And, you know, not to lose half my audience like always, but um, you know, Trump was in office and he never overturned the Patriot Act. He re-signed it and reauthorized it. Trump also never overturned the Smith Munt. Act, which was an act in America that made it legal to propagandize American citizens. It was illegal to use domestic propaganda against your own people because why the hell would you do that? Obama overturned it. And I did an ad one time for a, a documentary that was working with me that I really wanted to share anyway, because it was, you know, I'm very picky with anybody I let advertise, but it's a documentary. They're talking about the Smith-Munt Act. And in the documentary, it had Roger Stone. And he's like, this you know how Roger Stone talks, the Smith-Munt Act was passed by Obama. And it's, or like, it's true, but like Trump also didn't overturn it. So, you know, not to turn this into that right now, but these spying bills, these omnibus bills, the Patriot Act, the Smith-Munt Act, it's a bipartisan operation. And I feel like both parties hope that nobody figures this out because it's just like not a sexy talking point point. and i find that only thomas massey occasionally mike lee Rand paul a few others they're like yo the government's gonna spy on you guys again and before i pass it over i just want to say this too you know in order to make government smaller you can't make government bigger you can't give money to the pharmaceutical industry and wondered why they scammed you like in order to beat the swamp you have to drain it or at least observe it and counter it. What I find that Republicans do in America, and it's probably pretty bad in Canada, too. I've seen the Conservative Party. I I truly think they're controlled opposition where they just kind of pretend like they say what we want to hear. But then when it comes to playing chess against the other side, they're never doing it. So it's like, you know, if you're talking about the FISA application and how they spied on Trump and all this, this is the perfect time for the Republican Party to block this bill. But of course they don't.
1: Yeah, I'm glad you brought up the, the spying on Trump thing because that's where I first really read into a lot of the Pfizer requirements and how when they when they spy on somebody that's an American citizen because they're not supposed to say who that is. They come up as U.S. citizen one and two or whatever. Then they have to take that to a judge to get the person unmasked. And um, the problem with that, I see, is like now we've seen, however, six, seven, eight years on in this crazy timeline we're in, that a judge will just decide anything at this point. Like you, you don't, you can't have faith that a judge is bipartisan. I mean, you could go on YouTube, watch a hundred judge videos. And because a guy says something mean, the judge is like, I'm going to tack on 60 more days or something. So you have these political operative judges or emotional judges who could just uh, unmask whoever they want. Like there's no, like this should be a big deal anytime somebody is unmasked. So the guy in the CIA or the NSA already knows who they're spying on. So does everybody working on the operation that they're spying on people. But then, you know, um, I forget who was at the time working for Obama. The the lady they meet on the plane, um, she go- Susan Rice, she goes and gets the, these people unmasked. And so that, that many people know. And they're obviously they're going to tell people. So this whole process of spying on people, which is supposed to be you know we're never going to do it on us citizens. Obviously it's a lot easier than they say and I don't know anything about this new bill but I imagine they've probably just made that process easier. I can't say that for sure. In terms of, you know, controlled opposition, 100% what some of these republicans are definitely doing is they're they're sitting in the boat and they're just like collecting money and not fighting the fight as, at all. I can imagine somebody who comes from a congressional district or House members, district that nobody really talks about, nobody's really heard of. They're going to go along to collect their couple hundred grand a year or whatever it is, make their connections, and probably get some lobbying money in in the meantime, and not fight against the cause. And they'll just wait until you know their time is up, whenever that might be, voted out or some reason they need to drop out. And and that's probably the case for I would say ninety five percent of the Republicans. I was having a conversation with somebody the other day about if there's anyone in government we currently trust So we could both come up with like five people who haven't, you know, upset us yet or like <laughs> let us down yet. And they are mostly, they are all Republicans, but you know, how sad is it that you have hundreds of house members and congressmen and senators and, um, governors and everything and you can only think of five people across the world that you'd be like yeah i probably trust that guy because right. as soon as because as soon as you um start trusting somebody too much in the u.s government they inevitably let you down it, the one example i want to give and it might be a little hor- harsh is um who's the guy ponytail he works for fox now uh Anyways, but he was a congressman and I'll, I'll jump to Ted Cruz instead of as another example, Ted Cruz says a lot of great things. He talks a lot of talk. He brings out the Bristol boards in front of people, um, in hearings, but but what what has he really done? That's my point here. Cause, uh, Trey Gowdy is who was I thinking of, by the way, thank you. Imaginary producer. Um, Trey Gowdy was one of the most memeable and compilation filled people in the 2016, 27 uh, timeline. Same time, you know, can't cuck the tuck was all over YouTube. All of these great clips step down, took a job with Fox didn't really do anything at the end of the day. So a lot of these guys, you can say, wow, they say great stuff, but do they actually do anything? Do they actually pass anything? And that's the entire conservative party of Canada. And I'll be harsher on Canada because it's much worse here. I would say the Conservative Party of Canada is full of nerds and do-nothings who operate by Twitter. And Pierre Polyev, who is the leader, who's probably going to be the next prime minister, hasn't done anything in like a decade. Like, like he 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 took off the he took the day off when they were making the vote, uh, one of the most important votes in the, in the country's history. Um, he never brought up the the mandates, He never brought up putting people in you know confinement if they came across the border and they were unvaccinated all these different things and they're really just like a party of people who who just want to make clips of themselves and do nothing
0: i uh, wanted to read this comment 500 fine said i'm a cart a cardi b republican um <laughs> that's it's <laughs> pretty funny um yeah with this spying bill and this is something that irks me and i i think people don't understand why i say it or maybe they just don't care but you know i'm reasonable and I pay attention to American politics and Donald Trump is the leader of the Republican Party like he kind of is the heart and soul of it the essence of it if he says something people will show up people will think and it seems like the last 3 years um it's been like running circles around him and his things going on with him where it's like this is a huge spying bill uh if he said hey everybody like this spying bill and it's probably similar to the one that they spied on him under like hey you know, make sure that this doesn't pass. Like we got to kick out everybody in Congress that votes against this, but it never seems to like get down to that. It's always like this kind of theater around it. And then Thomas Massey is the only one who talks about it. And then every five months they say, kick Thomas Massey out of the party, uh, for whatever reason. So let me know what you guys think. I want to get to some other stories, but I would say that, you know, this FISA bill, um, We'll see what happens in the Congress and we'll see how much press it gets. Thanks to social media, there is some. Speaking about what I'm talking about, I guess this is a good example. I saw it and I kind of just did some screenshots public. I'm not doing like private ones. I'm not a dick. But um, Charlie Kirk uh, posted a picture of Speaker Ryan and Speaker Johnson. So the new House Speaker is hanging out with Paul Ryan. And Charlie Kirk said, man this got disappointing so fast right and this is like the trajectory of most republicans is like they pretend like somebody's cool when they're not and then like a month later they're disappointed and they should never be disappointed because they never should have trusted this guy in the first place but here in my opinion is why the uh, republican party in america is the do nothing party i'll show you this is trump in 2018 he said speaker paul ryan is truly a good man and while he will not be seeking re-election He will leave a legacy of achievement that nobody can question. We are with you, Paul. So it's like Speaker Johnson likes Paul Ryan and and Charlie Kirk will say, wow, you know, he sucks now. You know, oh, this is disappointing. He's he's hanging out with Paul Ryan. It's like Trump said that his legacy couldn't be questioned. And that wasn't before. That was two years after him and Trump uh, were working together like it's he has the same similar relationship, but Charlie will only call out speaker Johnson because it's easy to do because the cash cow for Charlie is Trump and everybody knows that you don't cross him. So it just reminds me of like this goofy loop where it's like, we'll we'll point the finger at the other side and then like, maybe we'll point the finger at rhino Republicans. But if our own guys do it, we don't want to talk about it. So it's like, how are we ever going to fix the issue if we're pretending like someone's not going to do it, but they did it. For example, with the spying stuff, um, we need to get better people in Congress, people like uh, Rand Paul, people like Thomas Massey, right? That's a solution and we're, we're working on it. But then also if we just sit and say, well, you know, Biden will sign that and, and it's Biden. It's like, Biden sucks. I want him to lose. But Trump reauthorized the Patriot Act during his term. So he had the opportunity to turn down a spying bill and he didn't do that. Because if you actually follow his history as well, Trump is not really against spying. He never liked Edward Snowden. He actually um, tweeted, I think when there was a San Bernardino shooting, Apple came out and they said, we can't let the back door of these terrorists open because if we open their phone, everyone's phone's open and there's no privacy at all. And people like libertarians, John McAfee, others were like, yo, this is don't open all the phones. And Trump was like, we should open the phones and I'm going to talk to Bill Gates and we got to like close down the internet for ISIS. So, you know, in, in people's heads, he's like this like libertarian, like anti-government, like small government. But in reality, he's proven time and time again that he actually is fine with spying. He's actually fine with having no privacy and he's more of like a go get the terrorists, um, you know. And I'm not trying to dunk on him, but to me, I'm just like, I don't understand how we're going to ever solve anything when for a month you act like speaker johnson's based and red pilled and he's so great but he like he never was you know
1: well on the phone thing i think they get into them anyways um tucker carlson said his signal was hacked and if i may dial it back to the vault seven leaks internet sleuths um the cia and nsa both pay apple and i forget the other company but apple and android phones Both have a back door that the government pays to keep open, so I don't have any confidence that they're actually closed off to anybody. It's probably just a facade. But yeah, Speaker Johnson, for when he came into office immediately, his his first words were what? We need to give Israel money. So right there, you lose me. I don't care which country it is, which war it is. When your first words are, hey, other country needs our money, that's where you're gonna lose me. Um, right. this this week he did reject Zelensky's plea for money. So that makes me happy in favor of the border. But one of the things, the best things I think Matt Gates made as a demand for a new speaker, which we obviously haven't seen yet, is a single issue or single topic spending bills. I think that would change a lot of things because I mentioned Ted Cruz recently. Yeah, that's a good or, one, right? Earlier that, uh, you know, he would go through with this gigantic bill and say, we don't have long enough to read it. And then he would put through a gigantic bill, like put help push it through that had so much stuff in there that I didn't like. So I think if we had these single spending bills, it would, uh, single t- topic spending bills, it would really cut through a lot of the crap that they can fund. You know, um, they, they hide so much stuff in there And when even when they're saying we can't give money to Israel or the Ukraine without doing the border, it's like, why does it have to be a trade off? Why does why do these foreign governments get to decide where the American taxpayers money goes? Like, why does there have to be a trade off? How about America gets the money spent on America? And I've done a lot of thinking about the amount of money that America actually blows in Canada for that matter as well. $100 Hundred billion for Ukraine, right? I'm sure it's a it's a blank check so far for Israel as they have I mean, uh, Blinken put through a bunch of ammunition for Israel without even going to Congress, which I believe is illegal. I believe you can't just sell weapons to another country without the approval of the government. But who am I to say so? But I th- I think what's happening here is you don't get anybody knowing what's going through these things, and they just start making like these, these false equivalencies where it's like, well, if you want the the border to be closed then you better be ready to spend money on the Ukrainian war. And it's like, how does that happen? How does that get in a position where you're now bartering your country's protection and freedom with paying for another country's pointless war? I don't understand that. I will never really understand that. And I think something like term limits would help, even though some people don't think it matters and single spending bills would definitely help because you see a bill, it's the Ukraine, fund Ukraine for a thousand years, bill, you know exactly what it's about. And we can vote on that. These people are barely ever in an office anomaly. Like they act like going into work is the most difficult thing in the world. And <laughs> I, I get that. They have to go around and speak to people and go do meetings and fly across the country, but that is literally your job and everything's paid for, for you to travel and eat. And you're on private jets. Don't tell me it's hard to go into the office. If John Fetterman can go and vote from the cloak and reach his hand out Well, he can't even think he can go to the office aoc can seem to go to her office but most of the people can't even though those people can barely breathe i don't see why it's so difficult to get this sort of stuff done
0: thank you for talking about the single uh spending bill because there's a lot going on and i think a lot of people get overwhelmed or distracted or it's just too much like the omnibus bill every year and i tweeted this out today i said you know once again, I'm going to piss people off, but whatever. I said, uh, Obama signed every omnibus bill every year at the trillion dollar, trillion dollar, trillion dollar. It's 500 pages, 700 pages. Nobody reads it. They've said that they don't even have the time to read it from the time it gets on their desk to when they vote. They literally, it's not even possible to read it. And then they have to go vote on it. And it's the biggest scam in American politics is every year at the end of the year, when no one's paying attention at holiday season, trillion dollar bills that they're probably scraping off so much money and they say it's for military or they say it's for this. But Obama signed every single one. Trump signed every single one, even after he said he'd never sign it. And then he bragged about the one and was like, oh, it's raising the smoking age and giving money to our military. Yeah, but it's also funding gun control research. It's also funding a bunch of left wing things that are going to be used against your supporters. And he's trying to sell it like it's so great. And of course, biden assigns every single one so what andrew's talking about is what matt gates and a few others have been talking about um just one bill per thing don't make a bill with ten thousand things in it that's how you sneak all these things through when it comes to ukraine i saw a video i always have to make sure it's not ai because i can't tell anymore parody and reality is not that much different if at all and Zelensky is speaking english on like fox news and he's like don't you don't build your roads don't build your roads don't build your roads you know give me money for weapons and it's like dude he's literally just saying what everyone says he'd say like oh we don't even get to do our own stuff and he's like don't do your own stuff give me the money give me the money sound like
1: van Dam here
0: bro (laughs) <laughs> that's an accurate dude i actually kind of just messed up because i thought i was like am i in the room with Zelensky?" it was so accurate it's insane um
1: yeah. you know it's drifting into van Tam, van dam territory there don't what did challenge te- me
0: what did i tell you before we came on i said i said andrew you could say whatever you want just don't disagree with me because that's, that's obviously true. hate speech on my channel and you're already hate speech hold on let me let's pass an omnibus bill with 10 million that <laughs> will fund 15 countries and will say that Andrew gets thrown in prison. And when he comes out, he can't criticize me, Israel, Ukraine, or Chris Christie's weight.
1: Chris he's totally- Christie is, needs to come out with his own donut company. I'm just trying to keep up with some of the chat here. It's wild. I don't know if it's hating on us or each other. Send some super chats in so that I know you're actually calling. I don't know if they're
0: calling us non men. Or Zelensky non-men. I wouldn't worry. Yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. It it gets (laughs) wild in there. Sometimes I get really like offended or not offended, but like I like to play off the comments and they're like, no, I was yelling at Deborah on Facebook. Like they're fighting with each other. I want to show something real quick um, because this, you know, I hate to harp on this stuff, but I just go off what I'm passionate about. And then I have some other like non-related topics. But I just want to show you guys a back and forth I had today because I, I, I showed this and I'll tell why I showed it real quick. Pfizer apparently their their stock's not doing well. Like I saw, it was like you know not not crushing it. And I wanted to just remind <laughs> people, you know, it was way down from wherever. They're not crushing it anymore. They're not you know? crushing it anymore. So I'm nervous because <laughs> when they're not crushing it spontaneously, you know, they find a way to get the government to buy the product. Oh, yes. But I was like, you know, the whole reason they made all their money when they made record breaking profits not a single dollar was spent by you with your own, like not it was not capitalist at all. It was the government buying hundreds of millions of their doses and then telling you that the product was free. So it's like, they just made a fortune because the government bought all their doses. And I just want to show people real quick. Of course, Biden bought hundreds of millions of doses, but I put this up on the screen and I, I said, you know, Trump also bought hundreds of millions of their doses. So it's like to just say that one party helped Pfizer is just not true. And I just want to read this one comment. There's a reason I'm bringing it up today, even though it's not necessarily super topical. This guy says this, and I'm like, is he joking or not? He says, one, you know, talking about Biden and Trump, he said, one was trying to help people. The other is in bed with the Com. Putting both presidents on the same plane here is situational obfuscation. So he's like, Dude, how dare you say it's the same when Trump buys hundreds of millions of Pfizer doses as when when Biden does? Because when Trump does it, he's doing it for America. When Biden does it, he's doing it for China. First of all, it doesn't make sense because we didn't even buy China's vaccine. Pfizer's an American company. We do do stuff with China, but this vaccine was ours. They have their own vaccine, and they didn't even use mRNA technology from what I know in their first batch of stuff. they went Them and Russia went with a different style vaccine. But it's like this just kind of shows you the brainwashing on both sides where it's like, if, you know, Biden and Obama do omnibus bills, it, you know, they hate us. But when Trump does it, he's doing it for, the, for us. It's like, no. And I'm not saying it's necessarily his fault. But when nothing changes, it, it, American people need to be like, oh, both sides did that. Not be like, when you do it, it's good. When you do it, it's bad. That's how you get that again. The elites will look and be like, oh, that salesman works on those people, that salesman works on the other people. And I'm trying to figure out why they just said Chai Com. Obviously, I understand China. And I've come to the conclusion, and I'm not like a huge fan of, of their competing government or anything. But it's like when I watch Dan Bongino or these other people, they're always just yelling Steve Bannon. It's like China, 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 China. So like people's brains are so scrambled that they think that Trump gave hundreds of millions of dollars from Pfizer for us, but but Biden did it for China. Like, The Pfizer deal didn't even have anything to do with China, but other things did. Long story short, it's like there's a new like hack or something like someone's hacking. And I think the Wall Street Journal reported that, you know, Washington Post or something said that the DHS said this. And it's like, that's Biden's DHS that can't even say that the border should be closed. So, if you can't look at Amer- the American border and say that border should be closed, then I don't believe anything you say. And it's not me like distrusting my government because I'm paranoid. The border should be closed. If you're the Department of Homeland Security and you can't close it, nothing you say to me matters. But as long as the narrative goes along with what the right says, they'll all be like, oh, this must be true because the DHS told Washington Post because China. So, you know, it's like I'm not saying China's doing nothing, they obviously are but i feel like the republican party they're they're following all of these like you know trumpy boomers and they just say china 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 a million times where it's like you know they can't even think straight anymore they're like no we're we're saving america and then i heard and listen i love a good sale make your money sell what you got you're like china's going to hack the grid oh my gosh your power's going to go out buy a survival kit it's like you know, like, I'm not here scaring the crap out of people. Like, if you want extra food, get extra food. If you're nervous about something, get it. Be prepared. But I'm not going to, like, every, you know, oh, crisis, 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 survival kit. It's like, I just feel so scammy to me.
1: You'll buy your survivor's kit and you'll like it. Um, I think what's <laughs> happening, and I noticed that that person follows you who is who is accusing you of that. I think what's happening with a lot of people is they, they've noticed that Uh, The way I have noticed that there are some personalities out there that will just go back and forth on who they support, um, depending on on the wind. Like, I won't name any names, but there are at least two people that I can think of that are just like Trump is the worst person ever. Then he gets in there. Trump's the best person ever. Then he loses and Trump's evil again. And I think people are having a hard time sifting through which um of their favorite commentators are actually genuine. Now I would pr- I would probably point to yourself and Bryce and Gray as people who have been pretty consistent over the last few years on saying, "Hey, I'm going to call this person out for what I don't like." And uh if you have a problem with it, then that's too bad. But there are some other people out there who will just say whatever it is to say to get their their Twitter interactions up. You know, the same people who post something like, "What do you feel about this?" Uh, Something completely random. Is this blue or is this black and gold? What color is the dress? That sort of thing. So I think when people are coming after you for that, I I think it it may come from a a place where they're not following you closely enough to, to know that you've actually fleshed out some of these ideas. But on the other hand, there does need to be some sort of, you know, common sense due diligence on you know, what things can we say are bad that Trump has done? And what things can we say are good that Trump has done? And one of the most famous examples for you, I think, is the money printing. I mean, that was not a good thing, the the debt. Now, the economy was great, but what was going to happen after that, I don't know. Biden comes in and prints more debt, and people say, well, it was all, Biden's causing most of the inflation, which could be true, but you can't prove what was happening after Trump printed all the money because, you know, he is out of office. So... I think you need to point out things that he's done and hopefully his surrogates around him will say, Hey, these are things that people are mad about like the, the vaccine sale, um, sales, pushing, um, the money printing and, you know, just overall in, you know, uh, p- pointing the finger and doing some misdirection and pointing some other things, you know, like he stopped, um, he stopped a lot of war from happening, but he's also selling lots of weapons, that sort of thing. So if, if you can, get close enough to the people around him. I think he could be influenced to doing those other things, but it is important to call out the things that he's done wrong. And I'm right there with you. Like the, the whole vaccine thing, just like the whole Ukraine thing. I don't know what his opinion on Ukraine would have been if he was in office, but there's some things that you can kind of see coming a mile away. The narrative is coming down the pipe, like a, a big six flag slide in the water park. You know, you can see it coming down from a mile away. Um, and Ukraine I think is one of the easiest ones in a long time in the last five years we've seen where it's like, that's pretty obvious what they're doing there. So I think a a little bit more due diligence on the part of people who want to attack a person like you for something like that could be done. And Hey, we could also get back to the point where we could just disagree on something like that. Like, like you could tell me that, uh, you know, I don't know what's the, you can tell me that NASCAR is awesome. And I'm going to tell you that no, only the first 10 laps of NASCAR are awesome. And the rest is pretty awful and we could still be friends about it, but there are some things that are inexcusable and don't get me wrong. I have my own list of people that I hate dearly. So I'm not going to say that I'm above everybody, but I think um, when it comes to the anomalies and the Brysons, I think uh, it, we need people to point these things out or else nobody's ever going to say something. They're just going to kneel been uh before the ruler and you know the the some of the really important stuff won't get solved
0: yeah and, and i don't point that out because i'm like offended that they disagree or i even care what they think i'm just trying to figure out because i do like analysis like who are they listening to to, to not understand this stuff or like what who who were who who's programming them one thing i want to show you guys real quick i got this tom and jerry shirt and it's my favorite analogy i said politics is like tom and jerry like, uh, you know, say this is like Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats. And then Tom is like Trump and the Republicans. <laughs> and everybody's like, yo, we're almost we almost beat the deep, we almost caught the deep state like any second. Like we had four years, but like he just didn't have the time and he didn't know. And like we got so close. But then instead of them getting arrested, we got arrested and the feds came for us. And it's like everybody s- interpreted as like, no, you don't understand. Like once that we get back in office, we're going to we're going to catch you know, the mouse. And, and I'm saying, I believe that it's the same as Tom and Jerry. As soon as you catch the mouse, the show's over so that you, you're never getting there because it's like a carry on a string where you're running, but it's on a, a stick. So with, um, w- with that guy's comment, it's not necessarily like I care that he disagrees or he doesn't like me. I, I could care less. It's more just like I'm trying to figure out who are people listening to, because I obviously understand China is an adversary, right? When it comes to America, here's here's my thing about America though. We need self accountability because we could say China, 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 but we're funding Ukraine against Russia and China is kind of aligned more with Russia. And in my opinion, we're wrong. It doesn't mean China's right or Russia's right, but us funding Ukraine has been insane. So it's like China, 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 China sure. But that just seems like, it, it feels to me like people in the MAGA world from, from 2020 to 2023, are just saying the same five things on loop that don't really make it sense and add up. So if I point out and I say, hey, listen, guys, this has nothing to do with hate or anything. It's just like when it comes to why Pfizer made so much money, it's a fact. You know, the government bought their doses. You, you know, you didn't buy them. They bought them. They purchased hundreds of millions of doses, probably half a billion at this point. Trump purchased hundreds of millions and then Biden purchased hundreds of millions. And that's all I'm saying is they both did it. But so many people are so into the Tom and Jerry show. They're like, when Biden does socialism for Pfizer, it's because he wants to help China. But when Trump does it, it's because he wants to help America. Like, says who? Like, who's telling you guys this stuff? And I'm not, I don't dislike Bannon and Bongino. I think they have a lot of good opinions and stuff. But I do feel like anytime I like tap into them, it's like, China, China, hack, China. And it's like... eh. You know, like, I feel like people are just listening to the same narratives over and over and over again. And they've come up with these talking points, but they don't, they don't quite match reality. Like it doesn't make as much sense as what, what's true, but people don't necessarily care what's true because for two reasons, one, you're offending their team and you're kind of like pointing out things that make them doubt their side, which they don't like. But also they've never heard it before so it's one of those things where it's like if you listen to tim pool dan bongino steve bannon you know other people no disrespect to them except for tim pool he sucks but the rest of them respect you know dan seems like a nice guy and you're listening whoa, whoa. To them on loop i'm for gonna three.
1: need an explanation on the tim pool La- thing after this. yeah
0: later i i went through it yesterday so i don't want to be too repetitive okay. and be too much of a hater but like in general you're listening to like s- charlie kirk says it and like stephen crowder says it and they all kind of say like the same stuff so you've heard it like a thousand times. It just feels like, you know, a lot, you know, it's, it, it would be like back in the day when you watch Fox, it's like, you'll watch Sean Hannity and then you'll watch Mark Levin and then you'll watch Laura Ingram and you'll watch, and, and you just watch the news and eight different people said similar stuff or CNN where it's like, that. so I feel like it's like an echo chamber shattering. And the way that certain people respond when I say things, it's the same as like a liberal when they respond where it's like, Hey, Trump's not that bad. And it's like, you know, like programming malfunction, like, what do you mean he's not that bad? I know that he is the worst enemy of the world. I've watched television for five years studying this stuff. I have a PhD from Harvard. What the heck? You know, and like, it's like a malfunction of the brain where I think, uh, you know, I think some Republicans are, are, are suffering from that because the, the and I, I just want to say this real quick and I'm going to pass it back. In the last three or four years or five or six, Like loyalty to America and intelligence and and knowledge and being honest has been conflated in the Republican Party with loyalty to Trump. So if, if Trump does something, your loyalty to, is to him not analyzing it or, or researching it. Like your loyalty is to the people that tell you that he's the greatest, not to people that are deep diving on, on topics that people don't want to talk about. So that's where I think the NPC on the right has kind of morphed where it's like, people are just loyal to a character. So it's like, if Trump re- renews the Patriot act, it doesn't matter because that's our guy and it's just better to not talk about it and if you do talk about it 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 makes me think that you're like the left like you said people and brilliantly people are confused because it's like okay the republican party lies trump came through and told the truth the left was yelling at him so they're caught in this kind of like matrix where it's like if you disagree with trump then you must be like those other people. It's the same way. Some, I mean, this is really low level stuff, but if you like, say, I don't know about that. They're like, what do you like Biden? And it's like, no, uh, sorry. I don't want to, I don't want orange juice. Oh, what do you want? Apple juice? You're like, no, I just, you know, like that, that kind of is happening in politics and, it makes what I'm saying seem so crazy because they've never heard it sometimes.
1: Yeah, I've experimented with that a couple of years ago. Where when I say experiment more like pay close attention to it, where you'll say something and then a lot of people will say, Well, you must love Justin Trudeau. Are you kidding me? If you don't support so and so, you must love Trudeau. Why don't you go make out with Trudeau? Um, real, first of all, maybe I will, but you know, yeah. it's very, people will very easily infer something without knowing who you are at all they don't care to look into click on your page or anything and that's their prerogative they don't have to but to just blatantly base a person's entire political opinion based off of one line that they've seen on twitter of you is what a lot of people do and it ends up, you know, I'm, I'm sure at some point they end up feeling stupid about it. But this is the reality we live in where people are, you know, they they think they're that one tweet away from from making it big when actually it takes a dedication to tweets. But, but what I'm trying to say is, is that when we we sort of do this thing where, you know, as soon as you say thing, I can't I, I say one thing, I can't agree with you anymore. Well, then you're sort of setting yourself up in the future to not be able to have any friends, any people you agree with at all on any topics. I mean, I can think of, you know, a thousand people that I used to watch and then they see something and I'm like, eh, I don't really need to hear that anymore. I think that's a lot what happens. And like you bring up Charlie Kirk and these people, and I think people will watch Charlie Kirk for his, you know, sitting on a university campus and making fun of people. Um, who have terrible arguments and that's what he's good for. And Ben Shapiro was always good for, you know, introducing people to the right. And then the more you become educated on things, you might disagree with them and you might not even watch them anymore. There are plenty of people I don't watch anymore because they're not telling me anything new. So I think a lot of it has to do with, like you said, being in love with a personality and, just wanting to hear their take on things. But I I'm overall, I don't have a problem with people playing some of these characters. I mean, if you're the president, that might be, that's a problem. But in terms of being these creators, unless they're really being like fed to to say certain things and told and paid to say certain things. I'm a little bit more lenient on you know Charlie Kirk being Charlie Kirk, Ben Shapiro being Ben Shapiro. And I could go on about Ben Shapiro using like other people's content while his he's got 90% of the frame and there's just this tiny thing and it's like he doesn't say anything and that's a that's a short Ben Shapiro. That's the content you're pushing out. But I I think it's best to just ignore some of these people. But on the other hand, I hear what you're saying, because they do have a lot of influences that some of the right wing pundits. But um, you might have to take the good with the bad sometimes, I think. And I think not everybody's going to end up pleasing you all the time at the end of the day.
0: Absolutely. Um, and it's not necessarily like I don't want people to say certain things, but that's kind of my thing with the the podcast circuit now too. like the the top say like the top ten Republicans. and there's other content. I just feel like it's become such an echo chamber that it's it's like conditioning people to to just be like really confused by reality. Like, for example, I always use this because it's like a crazy study that I've seen. Every time people get crazy mad at me on Twitter, like I don't care, but I'm just saying, like they're, they, like I say something that's literally factually true, but it challenges like the echo chamber of the conservative movement. They freak out, and every time, I'm not even kidding. I click on their page, and the top three retweets are like Cat Turd, El Donaldo Trumpo, uh, Benny Johnson. Like ev- literally every time. So I've come to the conclusion it would be like. If a hundred liberals get mad at me, and then every time I go to their Twitter, and it's like Rachel Maddow, Joy Reid, you know, I'm like, oh, they're getting brainwashed by Joy Reid and Rachel Maddow. So that's all I'm saying. I know everybody's not going to agree with me. I'm not, but I think Republicans are getting brainwashed, and they don't even know it because these are like higher trust people because they're right about the culture war issues, but they have some takes that are like crazy backwards or, or, or short sighted. But it's just what people are kind of fed, so they're like confused by another take, like, um, you know, and, and I want to say this real quick too, cause I want to just switch topics. I wanted to add this in. I forgot about it. So there was this video of Dana white. I'm sure you've seen it where he was talking to Tucker Carlson. And he said, you know, if you're a Patriot, you should be drinking gallons of Bud like mm-hmm. gallons. You should have kegs in your garage doing keg scans. And Tucker's like, Hoo-hoo! you know, the, the Tucker's like, what? I should be boycott you know, I should boycott <laughs> that or whatever. Like, and he's like, You know, I know I should boycott them. So I just thought it was funny because I've talked about it a few times, but in my head, it's so funny because there's two sides of this argument. Like Matt Walsh is saying, we shouldn't have given up this conservative boycott so easy. This was, we had it in the bag and now Dana White's trying to tell everybody not to boycott it, right? You have a lot of people agreeing with Dana saying, well, you know, they made a mistake and they're an American company and they they support a lot of jobs, even though I think they sold to a different country. They're not even American anymore, but they do have American jobs. And I get both sides of the argument, right? Uh, Matt Walsh saying we should have never dropped the boycott. Uh, the other side saying, let's forgive them. I just think it's so funny that like Dana White gets to be the one that benefits from all this. Like it's hilarious where it's like, you know the reason Dana White is saying all this is because they signed a massive deal with the UFC, and I guarantee you they came on their knees begging Dana White. If anyone could bring back our reputation from from the trash can, it's you. And I don't know what the deal was, but I would assume that Dana White had all the leverage in the world to try to rehash this multi billion dollar brand that's completely destroyed itself. But it's like a hilarious concept to me. Like imagine if I come through and I'm like, all right, boys. The boycott's over and it's like, are, are we getting money from them? No, 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 I'm getting money from them. Like, oh, you're getting all the money. <laughs> so like, and I, I still like Dana, but he's benefiting greatly from all this. He would never say all this stuff. And and if it's like reparations, you know, for, from Bad Light for apologizing to everybody, all the reparations are going to the UFC and Dana White and everyone else is just supposed to be like, okay, what did I get out of this? You got Dana White getting a lot of money. Like, it's just hilarious. Like, you know, I got paid, not you, me, and now it's over because I got paid. And you're like, I get what Matt Walsh is saying, to be honest. Like, I don't, I'm not mad at Bud Light, but I never drank it really. So it's hard for me to tell, but I, I do feel like it's a crazy It's a a crazy, funny idea to be like, I got paid. All right, cut it off, guys. We got our reparations. (laughs) I did. Well,
1: Danoid's always been selling, right? So it's been very hard to believe some of the things he says when it's, you know, due to a fight, a promotion, anything he's selling, he'll pretty much say anything. So he admits as such that he had all the leverage and he could have went with everybody. And he said that based on what they're putting money in money towards, you know, fallen soldiers, families first responders that sort of thing that's why he chose them i mean i don't forgive bud Light. i think it it's not a good drink anyways i mean it's basically just like refreshing like light beers are can be refreshing but do they taste good not really i'd probably rather have miller light to be honest but I would I'll never forgive them. I don't think the U, the UFC fighters might see some of the sponsorship money. I don't know if it works for that the same way it does for Reebok but anytime Dana White's selling something, I think it's best to just say he's in sales mode and you know I I don't if I'm giving money to Bud Light by watching the UFC, which I don't think I am I think Bud Light's paying a lot of money to be seen for brand exposure and to have that brand exposure. Have people forgive them and love them. It's not going to work on me. It's probably not going to work on anybody I know. The only people like you said that are promoting Bud Light, I think, are people who have been seen on camera many, many times drinking Bud Light and probably have gone and met them. I mean, the Shane Gillises, um, Kid Rock, these types of people have high profile lives drinking Bud Light. Post Malone, who hasn't mentioned anything about it since, I don't think. But they will bring them back, and because the money talks, I would just say, you know what? I'm going to go work for a different beer company. Because if you're one of these guys, you could probably get away with being uh, rejecting Anheuser-Busch and dealing with another company. But again, anomaly in the world of beers, there's so many of them that are fake and gay, or put a chicken and make it lame and gay, sort of thing, as South Park would say. You look on the back of a Heineken. It has literal globalist propaganda on it. You look at any of these brewmasters websites, it's nothing but DEI. So I could see the argument for Bud Light, who sort of says, hey, we hired some stupid girl to do this crappy marketing campaign. We fired her immediately. Please forgive. I could see that argument. I won't accept it, though. Personally, me, I'm not accepting it. But all the beer brands, they are doing this and worse. I'd like to point out.
0: Right. Here's my point, because someone in the comments saying it's capitalism, you want reparations. No, I don't want reparations. But here's the thing. I watch way too much UFC and MMA content. That's what I watch even more than politics now. So I've seen Dana White. He said they're not going to give you guys an apology. Right. Like, stop asking Bud Light for an apology. They don't need to give you guys an apology. And Matt Walsh, who is the leader of the the movement, I guess, is like in in some ways, he's like, no, they, they should give us an apology. But it's like I'm not saying I want reparations, but like Dana White's like they're not going to give you an apology. Well, well, that would be like me, Dana. They're not going to give you money. You know, don't expect money from them. They're not going to give you money. Just forgive them. Dana White, he's pushing them because they gave him money. Like they gave him a shitload of money, and now he's saying, "Oh, drink it, drink gallons of it." Even though I don't, but you should. So that's all I'm saying is like I don't, I don't need an apology because I think you're gayer if you ever drank Bud Light. I'm just kidding. But uh, in general, it's like I don't. I never drank it anyway. So I'm not asking for an apology. But if, you know, if, if these brands now know, oh, this, this boycott worked really well. And the way to end the boycott is just find somebody that's really rich in the Republican party that we can just directly pay. And then we'll just pay them a shitload of money. And then we never have to apologize. And then he's going to go on television and say, don't expect an apology. It's like, you got money and if conservatives really are maybe Bud Light should apologize if they're really sorry for what they did you know maybe they should make a video and say hey Mm -hmm. you know um everybody makes mistakes like we're sorry for turning our back on the people that have made us rich and famous we're sorry for you know not standing up for American values when America's been stomped all over like I'm not I don't need an apology I'm not drinking their shit anyway but it's like (laughs) I just find it really like why and some people are it's capitalism like You know, it's just kind of like a wild concept where it's like, all right, I made a lot of money. Now you guys should forgive them and you don't deserve an apology. Well, it's like everyone's not getting the money you got, Dana White. Your apology was all the money to push them. So you're asking tens of millions and hundreds of millions of conservatives who are using this as leverage to try to win the culture war and say, hey, this is what's gonna happen and now like say we're at a negotiation table where it's like oh we have for the first time like Matt Walsh is saying for the first time in 10 years we actually had leverage and made some sort of significant financial impact on a company because of the politics that they're pushing and there was no like negotiation of like okay well this is what we're going to do for the people it's like we're going to give it all to Dana White and then he's going to go on television and tell people to stop asking for an apology and it's like you know it's it's just like it's kind of weird to me i think uh I don't find it ethical and I don't, I, I, you know, while I'm not a hundred percent aligned with Matt Walsh on this topic, I, I agree more with him where it's like, if, if we ended the, boycott like we should you know we should be like this is what we want this is what we're gonna do like this we're tired of every company hating america hating christians you know what i'm saying and like this is our line and you make it so clear to this company then you have like a blueprint of like every company's like well now we got to stop shitting on republicans because they actually <laughs> grew a spine like they've been doing for 40 years but they're that there, the negotiation was give dana white money and then dana's going to tell you to stop asking for an apology like it's it, it, to me, that's, you know, I agree more with Matt Walsh on this than I do with uh, the people that are like, it's capitalism for well, Dana, it's capital- it is
1: capitalism, but it's capitalism to not not like it at the same time. So if they can come out and make this gigantic statement by putting a boy who pretends to be a girl um, and give him all this all this money for marketing, then they should be brave enough to come out with a statement that says boys are not girls and girls are not boys
0: yeah i mean I, if that's what people want i don't you know i don't know what i guess that's what would make you kind of respect them more then they don't bring me back damn it i don't drink blood light anyway and no, it's like i don't would. i don't need <laughs> i don't need my beer can to like tell me about gender but it's like i kind of see it as a leverage game where it's like okay it's almost like a symbol of i know i'm saying like a lot so i'll try to stop but Every company just feels so emboldened to go against Christians, to go against conservatives, to sometimes just be openly racist against certain races while saying they're fighting racism. And every company's done this for like the last 30 years and nobody does anything because they don't know what to do because it's every company at once. So in many ways, while I could really care less about Bud Light, in some ways I do think they were taking a hit for what everyone was doing and everyone put all their annoyance from the world onto Bud Light because of that one thing. And I don't even know if they really gave that person money or not. I'm like, But at the same time, it's like, okay, for the first time in like 20 years, conservatives got like a response they, they actually won something because they used their numbers to just destroy a brand or it destroyed itself so with that leverage it's like a business meeting where it's like all right now you have this leverage every company in the world is watching bud light no company wants to be bud light and lose as much as they lost so you have leverage for the first time whether it's right whether it's wrong whether bud light wants to pretend like they're my sex ed teacher or not it's like outside of the gender aspect of it conservatives have leverage against corporate america for the first time ever in the last 30 years that i've ever seen and how does it go away it goes away because dana white got paid and then he says don't expect an apology are they really even sorry though or did they just pay you off because they knew that you would take the money and then tell people to stop where it's more like you know every company puts up this flag like you know, they put up a rainbow flag on everything. And it's like, Christians just have to eat it where some Christians don't care, but others, it's like, you know, they don't necessarily agree with that flag. So it's like, you know, you're not afraid of offending Christians. You're not afraid of offending white people or conservatives. They've, corporate America hasn't been afraid of that in 30 or 40 years. Cause they know that that's a, a group of people that they could just stomp all over, you know, it's the status quo to hate that. So Bud Light was on the cusp, and they were taking all the blame for everything. And to me, like I'm fine with Dana getting money, uh, but him telling people to drink gallons and not ex- expect an apology—that's not telling corporate America that we better not do this. It's more—it's more like telling corporate America, like we just have to pay off one of them. You know what I'm saying? We'll pay off Kobe Covington, we'll pay off Trump, or we'll pay off Dana, and then it'll all go away. Where it's like, can can we please, like? to me that uh, it doesn't make sense. And and I'm someone who never really cared about the boycott. Cause I've been boycotting him for 20 years. And to be honest, like everything in this world is backwards. So it, you know, it's, it's a little exhausting, but I I, I see it as a uh, not using leverage and, and just kind of like giving it all to one guy who gets one guy gets the benefit from all the leverage that everyone gained and no one else really gets anything.
1: Yeah, pretty much. They were sponsors before though, but you know, he, he probably said, give me more money and I'll bring you back and make you cool again.
0: Right. And other beer companies are doing bad stuff. And I, I do feel bad in some ways that they took all the blame. But I, and this is, you know, I'm going to go on a little side tangent, but this is why I feel like Republicans never win anything. And it's not just about a trans can and Bud Light. It's like they'll say we're tired of being discriminated against. Right. Andrew, they won't hire you because you're white or they want female black pilots and it's like yo can you just pick the best people for the job i want the best pilot i don't care what race or gender they are please don't discriminate based on race and gender like that's crazy and then republicans will say that right but then they'll do that trump will say oh i'm gonna hire a woman or you know like i think he said he's gonna hire a woman vice president possibly and it's like Why are you calling like that? Isn't that what Kamala Harris did or what Biden did? It's like the right does the same virtue signaling and we lose because all these corporations, they know that Republicans are pushover. They know that they're tough with their mouth. But when it comes to purchasing power and stuff, they just give up. So it's, you know, I see I'm not even into like the whole boycott necessarily, but just symbolically, it's like that was the first time that conservatives actually had leverage and scared a major company because nobody's scared of conservatives. They know that they'll buy it. They know that they'll roll over and they know that their leaders will say one thing and then do the other where, you know, I i don't care what other people think, but I'm tired of suppressing my ideas. If you're pushing all these backwards things that are sinful not good, and I'm not saying I'm a perfect person or I'm asking you to not make mistakes, but you do all this stuff, right? And then if I have an opinion that wrong is wrong and right is right, I'm the bad guy. I get written smear articles about I get, you know, banished from the music industry. I can't go here. I'm considered this. I'm considered too far. You know, I'm tired of that. Like, I'm tired of having to play the game and putting another ethnicity in front of me and be like, look, I'm not racist. It's like that. It's so annoying. Like, I'm a person. I'm a nice guy. I don't discriminate. I'm going to say what I actually think. And Republicans don't really do that. So I feel like with this boycott, it was the first time for them to be like, listen, these are our values. You cross the line. We thought this was a pro America company and you guys kind of screwed up. Like, oh, they're not gonna give you an apology. Well." Yeah, they don't need to give everybody an apology cuz they paid you a shitload of money and that's all you care about. They should make a 10-minute video. Who are you? Why are like why are you sorry or not? Sorry to me is not paying the UFC a lot of money and being like, "We're sorry. So, we're going to give him money and he's going to tell you about the American companies." Make a video about it. Make a 10-minute video and say, "This is who we are. We're pro America." We respect Christians. I would have more respect for Bud Light if they said, "You know what? We support Christians and we support your right to not agree with us, but we also support gay people." I would have more respect for them if they said that than just paying Dana White and not saying shit. Like, tell me that you respect my opinion. If you respect that they have a whole month where they just dance naked and stuff, it's like, can I, (laughs) can I have an opinion too? Can can you tell me that I'm allowed to have an opinion because I don't, you know, if you can't say that, then you're not saying anything. So Mm -hmm. I don't like. Like hearing from Dana personally that I, we don't deserve an apology. I'm not drinking it anyway, but it's like tell, say something that actually makes sense. Don't just pay some guy like that's you know here you know oh it, it's like if you said something and then it's like you know he made a racist comment. Come out and say why you're not racist or, or say why you are. I don't know. Say the truth. Don't go to a Martin Luther King freaking tour. And you're like, I, I, you know, I, I said something about black people. And then I went to a Martin Luther King museum and now I'm a changed man. Like, you know, like, no, you're not. You just went in a museum for an hour to, to make it look like you're so different now. I just don't like that stuff.
1: Anomaly PR and communications firm coming soon.
0: I do, I do do social media consulting and marketing, by the way, dream, dream rare B I Z. I just launched that because, you know, I'm trying to help people with their businesses. And also I'm looking for sponsors too, guys. So.
1: I'd pay for it. Why won't you
0: get your wallet just out? Right that. now. That's the ad right there. Why not you? Um, let me, I'm going to read a few comments. Someone said, so what this guy is saying is that Bud Light should be boycotted because they think differently than what he wants them to. Therefore they need to apologize for free thought. How America is that? I'm going to be clear. I don't drink Bud Light. I'm not drinking. I don't drink beer that much. And when I drink beer, I don't drink Bud Light. And I rarely drink beer. So I'm not their target market. I don't want them to do anything. I don't need them to do anything. But I'm just saying, personally, every company bows down to the far left. and And that's the norm. Like the middle... Is far because they know that if they piss off the left, they're going to get their panties in the bunch, but they could piss off the right all they want and just stomp all over your back and you're never going to think anything. So I don't give a crap what people do or who they are or whatever. But at the same time, I do have to say that the middle is not the middle because they know that nobody has a spine. So it's like, you know, could you imagine if the middle now was like it was in 1995? You know, in California, they voted against gay marriage in 2008. It was literally unpopular. Like those (laughs) days are so far gone. You know what I'm saying? To the point where if you're just a Christian now and you agree with everybody in 2008 and you're like, listen, I don't hate gay people. I don't care what you do in your own bedroom. I just don't feel like I need to look at it for a month. And honestly, I don't agree with marriage just based off a biblical principle. You're Stream. There's not going to be a corporation in America that says they agree with that. So it's like you, you get what I'm saying. It's like their middle is off the cuff. And I just mm-hmm. think that conservatives should use their leverage not to control what everyone thinks. But 50 percent of the kind like they're they're doing things just to please the other side. You don't think there's people that agree with that. They just can't publicly say it. Like, in order to do what I'm doing, you have to get blacklisted from the music industry, blacklisted from the left wing, blacklisted from Hollywood. If you don't want to get a vaccine, you're blacklisted from everything. It's not a free market. It's not like everyone's opinions really matter. And I'm just... It's like you can't exist in this society if you don't go along with the nonsense. So I I just want to see a little more spine, even if they disagreed with me. Like, say something that matters or don't say anything. But you already said something. So I
1: am... I'm quite tired of the, of adult men, which I assume this person is, um, saying, oh, you're being mean. Like, it's like, I'm so sick of men like who just like want to complain about another guy be, how dare you judge? How dare you have an opinion? Like you're allowed to have an opinion about a company that you disagree with doing something you disagree with and say, Hey, I don't think other people should support that company. That's not being oppressive or anything that's like what this claim is like anomaly you're pressing this you're pressing bud light like you're not the government you're not saying they should be put in jail you're not saying they shouldn't be allowed to advertise anywhere Uh, what has happened to the where is this type of male coming from who goes on the internet it's like this person's mean i'm not sure they should be (laughs) saying that Uh, are you being a good christian are you judging this man I get these comments when I'm making fun of a guy who has his face tattooed like a clown and saying like, I, w- I wouldn't I would trust a guy whose face is tattooed like a clown. And they're just, and some people are just like, this is mean. How dare you say that? And it's like, where do these men come from? I, I don't know any. So that's why I want to know where do these men come from who go online and say, you're being too
0: mean. The, and the, I think he was, <laughs> to be fair, I, he, I agree with you completely. But I, I think he was trying to say that's not free market. Like you're trying to pressure them into agreeing with you. Let me be clear. I don't drink Bud Light. I don't give a crap what they do, me personally. But But how is that not free market for you to come online and say, I don't like this company? In my my opinion, you're not putting any laws on them. Real quick, they're paying Dana White because they want conservatives. They want patriots. They want right-wingers. They want that audience again. I'm not their audience that drinks their beer, but Bud Light wants that audience back. So if you want that audience back, I just don't think paying Bud Light should get that audience back. You know what I'm saying? That's the easy, yeah. cheap way out. Like, make a statement. Who are you? Like, and, and you could even say, like I said, I would respect them more if they said, we stand by putting Dylan Mulvaney on a butt, butt can because we put a <laughs> bunch of people on a butt. Like, I would have more, like, who are you? You've already made statements. <laughs> like, who are, you know, it's like if, if they said, listen, if they said, we don't regret putting Dylan Mulvaney on a Bud can. This is America. We believe in free speech and we just gave Dana White a shitload of money because we want white people (laughs) and conservatives and people in middle America to drink our beer again. God bless America and go fuck yourself. I would literally be like, I might drink Bud Light now. like They actually have (laughs) to spine, but it's just like, we're pseudo sorry for what we did. Not really. We just want you to drink it. And that's what I'm saying with even Dana. I love Dana. But he's just like, you should be drinking gallons of Bud Light. It's like Bud Light and Dana just treat people like cattle. It's like, just drink gallons of this stuff. And it's like, <laughs> who, do, who do I pay to get these dumb conservatives back on my side? Like, I just feel like I'm being mocked, you know, and I don't drink it anyway. I'm just saying it's like, you know, if you want this audience back and you feel like you, you lost them, why did you lose them? What, what, what her, are you doing man. to get it back? I like but they know that just paying dana is like enough and it's just like to me i just feel like it's a little bit like uh humiliating where it's like it's you know come out and be like listen we like gay we like straight we like black we like white we like left we like right like i would have more respect for them if they came out like michael jordan they said republicans buy sneakers too yo why won't you go with the democrats because republicans buy sneakers too. i'm a basketball player i want to hit both sides I would literally respect Bud Light if they said that. Just not paying mm-hmm. one guy that's conservative, like get these dummies back on our drink and tell them to drink gallons of it. <laughs> like it just feels so fake to me.
1: Michael Jordan playing quarters with the uh, the usher in that documentary. I love it, dude. It I, really, love it. I love
0: <laughs> it. <laughs> dude, that's never too rich down. to play quarters in a hallway. It made me feel good about gambling. I was like, oh, that's what I am. I'm Michael Jordan. So now every that's time right. I lose money, they're like, dude, do you have Michael a problem? Did it I'm Michael Jordan. But it, it is true, though. I mean, I'm far from that, unfortunately. But, um, you know, being very competitive, like it comes from competition. He's very competitive. So when he's playing golf, he's trying to up the stakes. You know, if no one says anything mean to him, he makes something up in his head. I mean, that's borderline psychotic, but I love it. But I am kind of similar. Where do that. I, I'm very, I love sports. I like to compete. So it's just, you know, you're watching a Bulls game. It's like, who cares? But if you put $5 on it with the door guy, now you're, you're talking, you <laughs> yeah. know? It it, it raises the stakes. So like that made me I love that because I was like, yeah, I got that Jordan mentality, baby. And they're like, no, you don't. I'm like, don't ruin this documentary for me. I'm feeling (laughs) they're like, you're Steve Kerr. I'm not Steve Kerr. Come on. I'm Michael Jordan. They're like, no, who's
1: Dennis Rodman? Maybe Dylan
0: Mulvaney. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they definitely have some similarities in you know, sexually like that. Dennis, he definitely dresses in drag and stuff. That story about De- from Dennis Rodman, I think it's in the same documentary,
1: the, the Netflix one. It might have been somebody else talking about him, but saying that Dennis Rodman in the NBA finals went, played a game, didn't sleep, w- flew to Vegas, partied all night long, didn't sleep again, flew back to Chicago, played, and they won the next game too. And it's like, he's up for 48 hours doing drugs with hookers and he's still that good that's you might say he's an anomaly
0: thank you dude i i like Dennis <laughs> too, dude. I, that whole documentary <laughs> hypes me up but that was a good pun as well uh i have we're gonna read some comments in a second but i'm gonna play one more uh thing and this is a lighter story or not light depending how you look at it So this is from a couple of months ago, India now has AI artificial intelligence news anchors. I tuned in and within the first five minutes, it's clear that news presenters are in serious trouble. So this is a guy saying like, yo, these AI are better than you. And the reason I pulled that up, even though it's from like a couple months ago, is I saw there was an AI news reporter in the news, like more news companies are saying, we're gonna do artificial intelligence news reporters. I, I could see the plus of it as far as like, you know, if it could just crunch data and give it to you. Um, but I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to go out of business. So what, what do you think? Are is AI going to take my job? No, um,
1: because it's not, it, unless they can convince you that it's a real person, nobody's going to want this computer generated. There's going to be no opinion. Yes, it'll be all fact, but if they want that for like local news, I guess maybe, but I don't think anybody wants to watch a robot that's been fed with a premeditated bias like so that isn't gonna, that isn't that isn't that what they do already though i yeah, had to, pretty much like, they're is literally
0: like, robots right now though
1: <laughs> you're gonna watch you're gonna watch this news station so that they can feed you a, a an ai that's been pre-approved by whomever like they're not going to use like the cool new one wherever it's coming from that do- actually doesn't have any bias like the way people hack the ai is to make it tell the truth they're not going to use that one they're going to use one that's been pre-approved to be used across all like cbs or abc networks and that's when they're going to use and if anyone hasn't gathered yet india kind of sucks so i don't know if anybody knows has noticed that we yet, love but... india
0: on this show so indians god bless y'all we love india i didn't Ooh. say
1: indians i said the country
0: of mumbai, india sucks. Listen. i will say
1: about other countries want to know other countries that suck um let's go uh
0: north korea sucks um also we what, got a big audience in north go? korea we love, we, let's, we love north <laughs> korea's north south east and west it's a family friendly show mumbai Dude, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you earlier, but when you were like, you know, who wants to listen to a robotic people reading, pr- pr- reading really? scripts? And it's like that's literally what they do now. Not like me, but um, like if you watch like CBS, there, it's uh, do you remember the Democracy will die in darkness, democracy? Yes. And they all were saying it's like a hundred. They were literally all reading the same script. So I mean, well, I would they be don't honest. write
1: them? Local news. They um, I interned for a news company. I was lucky enough for my desk to be in front of the offices of the big nighttime anchors, the Ron Burgundy. The guy was literally like Ron Burgundy. (laughs) He was Ron Burgundy. And then a French lady, Uh, they were the nighttime news. And, uh, what happens is somebody basically writes a script for them. They print it out. They bring it to the, the news anchors. They mark it up and say, let's change a little bit of this. And, uh, we'll change like for my inflection and how I speak and send it back. And that's what goes on teleprompter. They're not sitting in their office, uh, going over stories like they're right. Arri- like the news is on it at, at let's say 8 p.m. They're arriving at 5 p.m. They're sitting down, they're reading their script. They're going and talking to people until the eight o'clock news. I don't need to burst anybody's bubble, but that's why they're all reading the same script because they're not writing it.
0: It's one of these things, though, where it's like if you're not good at what you do, you might be replaced. Like, for instance, like I I would like to think I couldn't be replaced. Um, but if you are just a news anchor that literally just reads a pre-written script because you have to and you talk like this and nobody talks like that. It's like you kind of could be replaced with AI and no one would care because you're not you're not even like a person anyway. Um, when it comes to like art, graphic design can be replaced by Um, AI unless you're a really good graphic designer now you got to be more creative same with like a caption like captions are replaced by AI almost completely and the only people that are in 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 business right now are either people using AI for other people who don't use AI or you're really 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 good at captions where you make the AI captions look crappy so it's kind of elevating people (laughs) where you have to be really good at what you do and really creative and I think that um you know, having a personality is going to get more and more valuable because if, if you don't have a personality, maybe you can be replaced, you know, by a, an AI. I don't know. It's creepy. Maybe you're onto something. I think probably
1: some of these captions are purposely misspelled to trigger me and to get more of a visceral reaction out of me. But that happens a lot. And I feel like you watch some of these videos and you're like, you really want people to watch your stuff and you're just still putting, you're not even reading the captions before you post it. It's it's either. Terrible or genius? I haven't decided yet.
0: I always read the captions in the app and like, correct the words that aren't correct. Yes. It, it is. Yeah. It's, it's annoying when people don't, but it, but it happens all the time. It's, it's definitely one of those. Like if you're OCD, you're like, come on, bro. But yeah. I'm going to read some comments. If there's any super chats, we're going to uh, read those first. But if there's not, I'll just read the best comments. Someone said they will be flying planes next. I don't know. Who would you rather an AI or some diversity hire that didn't even pass a flight test? That just looked really cool. I an AI
1: with a mostly qualified person sitting next to them just in case. But
0: then again, if you let the AI, it's already got autopilot. They could down the plane if they wanted to. They, the lizard people, Listen, if you're good enough and you got that degree, uh, I'm fine with it. But uh, this one guy, I think he's like a producer at Infowars. His name is Dan. Um, he tweeted out the other day. He was like, my pilots are two women. And they like went on this loudspeaker, mm. but they were like, hey, you have two women flying the plane. or you guys? Nervous? <laughs> and I'm like, yes, <laughs> I'm like, absolutely. But the thing is, listen, I, you don't have like a guy, like imagine if a guy came on and he's like, you got two old geezers. You nervous, huh? We're pretty old. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm frightened. Like, yes. You know, if, if you're really talented women who weren't diversity hires, the last thing you're going to do is get on the loudspeaker and say, you got two women flying, huh? And it's <laughs> yeah, like, know. dude, just fly the damn plane. And I'll assume that you got the job based on your principles. But if you say your gender, Hey, you have two men flying in the cockpit. Are you cool with that? I'm like, for sure. <laughs> we're kind of old. You're like, all right, let's, well, that's, that's not, we're super gay too. I'm like all right and you're like and we do <laughs> gay things while we're flying the plane and <laughs> we don't pay needs- attention oh you don't like that oh what do you hate gay people and you're like dude this this pilot it's not a comedy store bro fly the damn I'm, plane
1: i'm surprised there isn't like one of those like super fat peep morbidly obese people that just sort of lives in the cockpit that knows everything about it and is really good at flying planes like the giant record keeper from blade remember that thing
0: I never saw I'm a bad you never fan. saw blade. Go yeah. watch Blade One Tonight anomaly. God. I've seen a blade, like I've seen a blade before, but you know, like I still I stared blade? at it for like an hour thinking of, yeah. No, I'm a terrible movie person. Okay, you're not a movie guy. Still no, good movie. I've seen Willy Wonka though, that slaps. Someone said anomaly. What do you think of aliens? Um, I, I I felt like it's kind of a psyop. Like, I'm not gonna sit here and say that nothing exists, but I I read not just the headline, but like, I'm good at reading between the lines. And sometimes when they talk about aliens, they'll be like, Oh, there's an alien aircraft that like, and then you read the paragraph of where it comes from. And and they're not saying it came from another planet. They're just saying it was like an unidentified thing from a different country. Like, and it's like, how do you know what country it's from? So, I mean, I definitely think anything's a possibility, but I'm not one of these like universe guys anymore where I'm like, bro, the universe (laughs) is so trippy, dude. Saturn. Can you believe (laughs) we landed on the moon with tinfoil and we can't do it anymore because we don't have the technology we had with a calculator? Have you seen that?
1: Sorry. Have you seen that alleged footage from the missing Malaysian airliner? Have you seen this? It is insane. uh, it scares me okay so what they're saying is and what they're showing on this video is that they had this is not me saying it obviously um what the video seems to show and this is what the guy explained it as that they had advanced lithium-ion batteries on board this flight with a bunch of like scientists on it and they wanted to ship it semi-secretly because it was on a commercial airplane, but it was in East Asia. Obviously, the China China probably made the batteries or they were made in East Asia. And while they were flying it, they set on fire. So they tried to put it out with like this gas that they used to put out uh, lithium ion batteries and people have footage of that. They thought there was like this weird green gas cloud around it and it was apparently some sort of fire retardant and they couldn't get it out. And instead of letting the plane crash because they didn't want people to get the the technology they were using they, they whether this footage is not r- real or not they have orbs circling the plane that they say created its own gravitational field and then they warp speeded it out of there now that's all on footage and they say it's you know like american made stuff and they have like technology from 10 to 20 years in the future of light speed that's what the guy who's uncovered the story says don't take my word for it though
0: where did it's you wild, see this?
1: who is this guy he is a some sort of like accredited scientist who was speaking on InfoWars, but he said he he's when he spoke to. Them, hey, hey, now, but when he spoke to <laughs> conspiracy them, he prefaced, theory, he prefaced it with, you know, people told me not to come on here. And I did it anyways because they said it would discredit me. But this guy and he, he says he's, he's worked with a team of people analyzing and there's a whistleblower with this footage and all this sort of stuff. Uh, it's it's fun. If it's not real, it's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, like, I don't, I didn't mean to, I'm like, (laughs) InfoWars. No, I I like, uh, I like Owen Schroer at a prison. Have you been on InfoWars yet? I've been on Owen's show before. Nice. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And I was going to go in studio and I, it sounded like an excuse. So I had to let him know. I hurt my foot really bad. And I was at, I, I did Roseanne's podcast and I went to Rogan's thing, but like, you could ask, I was with Jake Shields and I was like limping the whole night where like, I thought, I thought I had to go to like the hospital or something. So I told him, I was like, yo, I don't like, I don't want to be like doing too much because I can't really walk right now. So I was like, I'm just going to my hotel and going there. But I was going to go in a studio for the first time. But I'll say this like, okay, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, supremacist. Like, I understand the world's crazy. <laughs> I believe at least five things that people would think I was batshit insane for. So like, I'm not one of these like people Name that. One. Uh, I mean, you know. When it comes to the earth, let's just say I'm not a big space guy. Interesting. He's
1: not married to the ball, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, let's just say, let's just say I'm like that
0: vasectomy guy. The balls got chopped off. You know, not my balls, but you know what I'm saying? The ball. Did you
1: watch the terrible Netflix flat earth documentary? (laughs) That was bad. Like it was they made it into a love story about two flat earthers. It it didn't talk about flat earth at all. I was like, I want to see what Netflix like if they can actually do a take on this. And they just made it a lo- about a love story of this guy and this girl meeting at the flat earth community. That's how they do it. And then
0: people are like, Oh, look how dumb it is because they're there's the dumb people that getting married, these idiots. But anyway,
1: <laughs> much losers. What, what I
0: wanted to say though is with like InfoWars, right? Because I like Owen, I like a lot of people there. I like Alex for what it's worth. Um, but you know, with me, if you want to earn my trust, you gotta show me that you're willing to just be honest. And to this is not Alex, but like, do you remember the snake venom theory that was going around for like a month and no one ever heard of it? Someone released, I think it was like Stu Peters. And you know what? I like Stu too. He's had, me, he's had me on the show multiple times. No he's way. always he's always been really nice to me. So you know, I appreciate him for for giving like letting me talk. You know, I'll talk to anybody. Um, but in general he put out this snake venom thing and everyone's coming to me. Like all my friends like, yo, what do you think about COVID being snake venom? I'm like, I don't believe it at all. Like it doesn't even, <laughs> like, and I want, and like, it's like Dr. Artist or something. And I'm listening to this guy speak and my, like my alarms are going, I'm like, this guy seems like an idiot. You know, like he seems just like it's snake. Venom. Like what the hell? And no one talks about that anymore. Cause it was like the dumbest of all the documentaries that went viral. Like it was ridiculous. But anyway, you know, with Alex, he had this guy like Steve Piesnek on his show. And, he, and Alex started the big hoax that there were mass, uh, there was like digital ballots and Trump caught the deep state in their hands and stuff. And Alex kept putting this guy on his show. And uh, the guy I could tell was just making stuff up. And uh, Alex kept platforming him because it was getting a lot of views. David Knight claims that Alex fired him because of that. Um, but hmm. maybe also David Knight just didn't get a lot of views. I'm not really sure. I don't want to speculate, but it's like to me, Alex has showed me. Although he does have a good track record of a lot of honesty, um, he's willing. Like, and even when that went off, he'd be like, "Oh, look how many views this got." And it's like, "Yeah, you you made the most money you've ever made this year by lying to people. Like, you literally started a hoax among Trump supporters and conservatives that literally makes us look stupid and stops us from actually solving it." So it's like when Alex has an expert because of his track record. I don't think. Oh, at, like I'm just like Alex will have anybody on if he thinks it'll get views or like you know I'm not just gonna have a doctor on talking about this or that. So I'm not saying out like he does have a lot of good guests. I've been on their platform before. Uh, it's just like I'm not I'm not buying like anything that some random guy's selling. Like I'm an expert because I'm on InfoWars. and Alex had me on. It's like, eh, you know I'll, yeah. I'll listen to what you say and, and and think about it, but I I just don't trust it at this point.
1: No, uh, and for what it's worth, I watched that video from my hotel room in Texas last weekend on my phone, and that was all the research I did into it. But um, same thing you're saying, but about Stu Peters. I've verifiably seen him not tell the truth about things that I knew the truth about. So from the beginning, particularly around the lockdown stuff. So it was... I would and have to it was Canadian stuff. I'm not asking you to side with me on this. I'm just saying, same th- reason you don't trust that is I don't trust him.
0: I have to say, as as like he's been on the show, his team and stuff has been really nice to me. And honestly, like uh, I I appreciate him for, for just like having me on, no nonsense. Um, I've seen him post things that were fake. You know, I, I think that he, <laughs> I think you. that he means. I think well, that he means well, and normally. I think that he does post a lot of honest stuff that other people won't say. But I don't think his accuracy rating is hundred uh, percent. You know, it, where like I've I've definitely seen a few where I was like, yeah, that's that's like it's not like opinion or it's not like too edgy for me. It's just like, like straight up like wrong, like the title's yeah. are wrong or something. So well, you know, some people that's their style. I mean, listen. I'm here. I'm I, here I, telling the truth, you guys. All right? Yeah, but I, and I'm not saying I know the all being truth. But like, if say like something's mislabeled and it's from like ten years ago, and you said it just yeah, happened, to that's, people. like that's like provably that's thing, wrong. Yeah, that's one that's, of those things where it's like. And then if it happens, I just think it would be a good idea to like own up to and, d- and delete it. Some people no. do, and like some people don't. But to me, yeah, I understand. Like, you gotta uh, keep it going.
1: That's a particular a particular audience that you're feeding into when you're just like random picture that seems to fit the story of today i'll do no research on that this is what happened you guys the the lasers for the for the forest fire space lasers everybody
0: well not to is, say
1: that the space lasers don't exist we've played is,
0: command and conquer we know this is another phenomenon too <laughs> uh sorry i was you know when when certain things happen like if you say I posted something and I like thought it was like today and you texted me and go anomaly, this is from like 20 years ago and you show me the article where it's from. And like I could confirm there's two different types of people, right? There's people that I would say, Andrew, thank you. Cause you know, I'd pride myself on my accuracy and I'm not out here trying to lie. So if I do by mistake, it's a mistake. It's not a mistake if you're not sorry and you did it purposely and you don't care if you're wrong. Mm -hmm. And it's like when, Lynn Wood was like leading the queue, people, Uh. (laughs) and he posted an article that was conservativebeaver.com. And it said Obama was arrested in the Vatican. And I go, Mm -hmm. Okay, I've done news for six, five years. I've never heard of conservativebeaver.com. It's probably a fake website, but that's the first red flag, right? I go through like a checklist and then I go and I look at it and I'm like, Oh, it's like a satire parody fake website, right? It's completely false. So then I would tell certain friends that showed me that. And most of them would just get mad at me for pointing that out. They're like, oh, <laughs> you know, like like I'm ruining their fun because they want Obama to get arrested or something. It's like, it's it's literally not true for sure. But it's like, that's my thought process. Whenever I look at anything, no matter who says it, I wanna know if it's true or not. And if it's something that I can verify, then I'm gonna do that because I, I don't wanna be wrong. But some people wanna be wrong and that's the issue not just with the right or the left, but in the world, it's like team sports. Like Linwood's on my team. I want this to happen. So I'll share fake stories. And then you can notice two different types of people where like when you point it out, like I said, and they're like, oh, damn, he tricked me. Or like then some people try to justify why being wrong is right. And it's like, we I don't like it. You know, I just don't like that where it's like, dude, its I'm not saying Linwood's a horrible guy. It's just like, that's fake for sure. (laughs) <laughs> why and if you're willing to lie to yourself or your audience about that what else are you lying about because yeah. it's not a big deal it's it's totally not a big deal to point out that that's not real so it just yeah. it weirds me out when people do that because then i'm like why why are, why are you doing that
1: i have a good example of a a, a pretty well-known female conservative reporter who's who female came into, no, i'm just gonna <laughs> came into a, a meeting once and was just like you guys joe biden has been arrested by the fbi (laughs) and everybody's like uh no but
0: a thousand dollar super chat and i'll tell you who that was dude thank you bro because if i get that i'm not giving you any of it so (laughs) i'm just kidding if someone did give me a thousand dollar super chat i'd cut you off like five bucks five bucks that's like eight dollars
1: canadian so we're living
0: no, $5 Canadian. So like 3 That's bullshit, <laughs> dog. <laughs> no, but uh, dude, with that sort of stuff too. And like, then people sometimes they'll be like, well, wow. how do you know it's wrong? And I'm like, let, let me just like put it through layers. One. If Obama got arrested or, or, or Biden got arrested, like it would be such a big story that everyone would cover it. And I know not everyone covers everything, but like that's gonna be covered. Like when Trump's mugshot happened, it didn't happen in Guantanamo Bay in a basement that only QAnon could figure it out. Like everyone said Trump took a mugshot. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, but people, it's almost like an ego thing. They like to think that like only they can know it, right? Only that's they right. can yeah. know. The secret so it's part like, of the you internet. don't understand. They'll never report this. Biden's going to get arrested by the FBI, yeah, completely you know. disappear, and no one's going to ask a question, but only you and the Q, Q followers are going to know. Like, that's an insane mindset to have. Like, why? There, like, yeah, there was
1: so much of that in Canada during the lockdowns. Like, every week there'd be a new anti-lockdown character who had the solution and the answers to everything. Maritime law. You don't actually have to... Uh, you don't actually have to pay your ticket. M- use maritime law and see what they say. It's like um, sovereign citizen stuff, and that was one of the things. Stu Peters put this guy on, uh, Pat King, who said he he stopped the Alberta government from having mandates, and it was just completely untrue. And this guy, this is the same guy, um, this Pat King guy, who said that the the Canadian Air Force was chasing natives in the woods with. Literally with needles full of vaccine, chasing native children into the woods and forcefully injecting them. Fun times, I guess, but not
0: true. And lol, it's it's interesting too because I can. I'm very self aware. So like sometimes I've been better recently, but like I could have an attitude. I could say something. I could be a little rude and I could be condescending. Like I do understand that, but the difference between me and certain. Uh, I would say like uh, decoders and Q people or or, or even other influencers, it's actually like way more condescending what they're doing. I'm just so straightforward. It comes off wrong. For example, I tell people all the time. And when my videos go viral, I tell them, I'm not saying I'm stupid and I do, you know, I do like myself. I don't hate myself or anything, but you can do this. You know what I'm saying? You're smart enough to do it. Here's the information. Here's the video I saw. Here's the articles I read. Here's the data I crunched. And I'm transparent about all of this because I know that you guys are smart enough to do it if you're watching the show. And I'm trying to make it like easy for everyone to understand exactly why I'm saying what I'm saying. I'm not talking out of my ass. Here it is for you, too. But people like like it's like a daddy situation. Like who who are the life coaches that get all the money? It's the people who tell people like I'm so much better than you. You're an idiot. You're a loser. <laughs> I get hot girls and my car's nicer than yours, Brokey. You know, buy this thing and it's a buy smart a business act. It's like yeah, like I want to buy that because that guy's way better than me. But a lot of these Q people, their whole shtick is like I'm. I know things that you don't know, and I can't tell you why I'd know them. So you just have to trust me and believe me, even though I'm lying to you. And people do it. They have this, they love a good, like, uh, Scooby Doo mystery. They love a good, (laughs) like, that guy's the guy that, like, you know, what's his name? The one guy that, like, sits, sideways and like never shows his face and he's like i'm a where's a cowboy hat and he's like i know you you know it's (laughs) not reported by reuters but obama's in guantanamo guys and you're not you're too dumb to figure out what i know but you're. it was always like a guy
1: sitting at his coffee table saying my contact in the military says that in two weeks it's when it's really happening the a, a really good one was the un trucks in toronto and it, they're like the UN's being sent in martial laws about to happen. And it turned out that in Tor- Toronto, is actually just where they make the UN trucks. Like that's where they pay, make them and paint them. So like anytime you ship military equipment across the country by rail in Canada, which is the only way to do it, people say that uh, martial law is coming. It's a great time. It's a good time. It, it is like somebody in the chat says, said like us boomers will save you in all different caps. And I'm going to be laughing about that for days whoever but, said that <laughs> it's
0: hilarious. you know and I, I i'm gonna go a, a layer deeper and uh, maybe i'm over analyzing but i do think that this is true but a lot of people are depressed nowadays a lot of people are not confident right there's a lot of reasons for that um but the left you know they suck a lot of people up sometimes when you're down they do this like fake kindness and they, they give you like the easy answer like it's cool to be really really fat and it's like you shouldn't hate fat people or anything, but it's like, it's not, that's not like I are like, no, it is ideal. It's, it's the best. And it's like, is, is it though? It, it would be like if I was like strung out on crack and I was like <laughs> bent over and they're like, you look healthier than ever. Like, no, I don't. I look terrible. I'm going to die soon at that rate. Like, you know, like help me and tell me the truth. Uh, and the left, they capitalize off of broken people that are broken from a lot of different mm-hmm. things and they suck them up on the right. You know, there's a stronger element of people, but a lot of these cute, decoders, they, they don't respect themselves enough to demand honesty. So they look up to people because they think they're dumb or something like, oh, they're telling me something that, or, or it's an ego thing where it's like, you don't understand. And it's like, you're not that smart. Nobody's talked to me like I'm an idiot more than people with like 10 IQs trying to tell me like how smart they are because they've spent eight years on the message board. I'm like, they're talking to me like <laughs> I'm an idiot. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. you're a genius. Uh, but in general, you know, on the right, and I say this with Trump too, it's like Trump is very alpha, very, I mean, you know when it comes to like men in, in in like reality in the last 100 years trump's like a top 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 tier guy you know what i'm saying like the top of the top he was the president he's trump um so he doesn't like need to respect you if you don't respect yourself And it's one of those things where I feel like the reason the base gets taken advantage of so much because he knows that there's like grown men that would probably lick his balls before they ever like said that, you know, you shouldn't print money. So, you know, that's the dynamic where it's like the left politicians take advantage of these people. A lot of these Q people take advantage of MAGA moms and other people that are naive. And then also conservatives take advantage of their base. It's all stems from like weakness and like being not confident enough where with me, it's like, you know, I I could sit here and say, you're really dumb and I'm so smart and you'll never know what I know. So you should just believe me because I'm the best. I'm like, I do like what I'm doing, but here's why I think that. Here's the evidence. Here's the proof. Here's the video. Here's the data. I want you to do it because I want to come to the same conclusion as you. And I don't want you to just blindly trust me. I don't want you to think I'm some super genius that you're too dumb to understand. I want to show you all this stuff so you know it. So then when we part ways, you still know it cuz you're not just trusting that I know it. I'm showing you exactly what I know the same way as if I read a book and I just said, "Oh, just believe me." You could or you could read it yourself and then we both know the same thing and you know for sure. So it's like that's kind of my approach, but a lot of people like the approach of like, "I'm not worthy," you know, <laughs> like and, and and these people are just just scamming them and that and that's the vibe i get with like the just drink gallons of blood like gallons <laughs> go whoop that stuff down dummies like i it just that's how it sounds to me and i'm like i'll drink it if i want to drink it but like don't talk to me like that i'm not i'm not like a circus animal
1: i feel like if you don't talk about particular subjects extensively online as a commentator that a lot of people talk about, for example, whether it's because you, you don't care to, or you haven't researched it. So you don't want to say something, um, you know, too risky, like, and be proven wrong, no matter what it is, there's, I feel like there's a lot of people who will come online and say, well, I have like a different, I have a better source than you. And it's like, your source is the internet. Like I I was right. I've had the internet almost my entire life. Like I know how to operate it. Like I know how to get information and verify it. And like, I, I have seen Reddit before I have seen 4chan before. It's like, you're not getting this. The guy who's giving you top secret stuff, like isn't real. Like this guy (laughs) who's completely anonymous, he's not, All right, latest thing, guys.
0: They talk to you Uh, like you're an idiot. Like, like, Andrew, you don't understand. You're like, dude, I've used that message board, but it's not even like a good place to be. I have
1: the internet. I grew up in the lawless world of the internet. MSN chats and such.
0: Well, and the people that claim that they have sources, it's literally like one of two things. There's like a Q guy or or Alex <laughs> or somebody that just says like, "I have sources that I can't tell you." So now it's just secondhand information. Like if I I've said certain things where it's like, "I have friends at organizations who've said this and that and I don't name who, and I appreciate people who trust me because I try to bring it, but it's like you don't really know that unless, you know, unless you know those people, but you trust me based on everything else I do with other people. It's like if their accuracy rating is, isn't like even close to a hundred and then they're like, dude, I got this source or like, you know, the source will be like one cute having like a a, a guy claiming to be a source. I'm not going to name the name, but there was this one chick that was claiming like she knew something. And like, I just listened to her for 10 minutes and like looked at like the background and I was like, yo, it's so easy to scam cute people. Like you could just be like, if I wasn't myself, my name is Dennis Johnson Jr. And I was arrested by the Illuminati in 1945. (laughs) I took a time machine and then I got beaten with a club by Ghislaine Maxwell. And, and like all the Q decoders are like, I'm having that guy on this (laughs) guy. And then that person tells like says whatever. And then everyone who watches like, Oh, that guy got beaten with a club by Ghislaine Maxwell. And it's like, Maybe, or maybe like everyone knows that they could just say whatever they want and you'll believe it with no, you know, like. I no think the five
1: G, the five G people have to take one of the bigger losses. Five G's giving you cancer. Five G caused uh, is actually would cause COVID. Five G makes my feet feel like they're on fire. I think some of those. I mean, those were some of the boldest claims. A lot of people, I mean, a lot of people went and read the, you know, 2030 agenda. A lot of people went and read the WEF stuff and that's real stuff. And like, you can go back and, and the, the UN sustainable goals thing, like that's real stuff that's being implemented every single day in uh, companies and countries all around the world. But there's some other stuff that like you said, uh i have a source on this who talked to a person who's in the intelligence community and he says and like that stuff that stuff's not going anywhere really like that there's going to be a new thing for that every five every time there's like a crisis then you get like the real stuff and then you get the uh 5g is actually the virus thing tacked on the end even though i'm not going to say 5g is good for you i think it's probably china spying on us but
0: well, in general, too, it's like the people that believe certain things, uh, they'll believe all three things where it's like, you know, they'll, they'll say that it was 5G and you're like, nah, I don't think so. I mean, maybe, but probably not. And then next week they'll be like, yo, it's it's snake venom. So you're like, is it 5G or snake venom? They're like, well, it's both. And you're like, how is it snake venom? You know, like, it's like, why do you need to? It's it's synth- like, it's synthetic mRNA shots like that. That's kind of like crazy enough. No, They're like no nah, snake venom it's like you know Ooh. it's like you got it at least at least you could be consistent because it's like if you could pick one of them and really sell me on it then i'm like all right like maybe you know like any i mean anything's possible but then it's one of those sort of things where it's like it, it definitely can't be all three of them at one time for those who are wondering there was a whole documentary trying to say that covid was like snake venom or they were putting snake venom in the back yes. i don't know like it the was magnets so- as well remember the magnets And then I I even thought at the time, I was like, but have you ever done the magnet thing before? Like, you got to do a control, which big pharma doesn't seem to do that much, but maybe they do. I don't know. I don't want, I don't feel like getting fact checked by YouTube and banished. (laughs) I'd have to research that. But anyway, uh, you know, it's like, do it to somebody who's not vaccinated. Do it to yourself before you got it. And like, maybe certain people are magnetic for certain reasons. It's like, yeah, what, you know, the Hawaii thing too. It's like, I think a lot of that thing was sketchy, but then people started saying like did you see that the house is with the blue and i talked to somebody that like lived around there and they're like bro like oprah's house is like not even that close it's like pretty far away and it's like i'm not saying i'm not a big oprah fan but it's like that car's blue and it was like photoshopped and it's like i you know like they, they don't need to use a laser beam and and set like blue house like they don't need to do that like it could be government corruption it could be malevolence it could be a lot of things they could want the land But when you make up 15 theories all at the same time, and like some of them are provably true, where it's like you literally Photoshop that not blue car blue. And and then they get mad that you said, that. oh, someone pay you to say that? What happened in Hawaii? Nothing. No one really did anything because it's like people can't get their shit straight enough to like figure out what they even want to do. You know, there's like 18,000 theories that are competing. And then it becomes this sort of thing where. It's like, if you're not the craziest theory, you just seem normal. Like if I came out and I said, you know what? I think that the Hawaiian Democrats are corrupt. I think that they don't know how to maintain their society. I think it could have been electrical. You know, I think it could have been this. And I think they were in on it. It's like, that's not as interesting as like, yo, they did it from space with a laser and uh, you know, they they, <laughs> they, 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 kept the blue houses there. Like mine's not as interesting, so it's not going to go as far. So it's like, it's this game of, and I think that there's certain influencers that have figured that out. And it's like, you know, if you have on any fake expert or any person or anything, if it's going to get clicks if you can escalate it. Like Alex with the, uh you know, the guy who said that the Trump beat the deep state and caught. the the watermarked ballots and and NES codes. And there's the ballots, you know, like that's more interesting. It gets a hundred million views. It's not true. And now we can't even, no one's doing anything about the actual problems with the election because the sec, the biggest theory, I got texted that video 10 times, 10 different people go, bro, (laughs) watch this video. And I'm like, you think Trump put some sort of digital thing in the ballots and caught the deep state? And literally the whole thing was like a funnel to a Fed trap. So everybody's like, yeah, we're gonna and it's like that wasn't true. You know what I'm saying? Like, but have you ever been sent your didn't... own
1: video? Has anybody ever sent you your own thing? I've been sent my own articles on people. Instagram,
0: but not like purposely, okay. just people like giving it to their friends and just like mm-hmm. hitting me with it. I'm like, yeah, it's my video. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's it's the it's the best. But when it's more direct, I've had like a direct like message of like uh and you have to talk about this on your show and i'm like this i wrote this and it was on my <laughs> show <laughs> right.
0: yeah no, well be- wishing most most of the time it's like they i think they're just trying to like spam their friends i got this one dude i should really block him but on instagram bro he sends me like a thousand messages a day and it's like look, oh, 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 look at this and i like i'm i want to like i've done this to people before because i'm like bro i'm gonna block like no disrespect but like you can't send me 50 things i'm getting like it's just annoying and then sometimes yeah. they don't take it well. They're like, "Oh, geez, I thought you wanted to know." And it's like, I <laughs> know how insane you sound, <laughs> like, dude. If you send me one thing every couple of days, it's whatever. But if you send me like fifty things every day, you're probably psychotic. You're like, oh, what are you working for, Bill Gates? You don't want to know this. And it's like, you can't send like. So, have you ever gone to some people's like stories too, and they put up like a thousand stories a day? To oh, me, it's yeah, you can't screams, take that. Not trying to be rude to people who do that, because but it like screams like mental illness to me like yo, if, you, if, you, <laughs> if you put not over like, rude, i mean if you put over like 20 videos uh, like uh stories a day i mean maybe if you do i don't know it, maybe you just maybe gotta get the
1: truth out there bro
0: maybe i'm wrong and they use the story like i use twitter and stuff i'm not I, you know because like some people maybe it's smarter to do that but i just like if i see a girl and she's got like 30 of them in a day and it's like <laughs> i'm like you, there's no way you're enjoying your day right now there you know, is an epidemic. Action. There
1: is an epidemic of women between thirty and forty-five who just, you know, as soon as the the fire starts, space lasers—they burnt it down on purpose. And I get where that comes from, but you just gotta wait like a few minutes. You just gotta wait a few minutes to see what's actually being said instead of going right to the space lasers. And so does, uh,
0: someone said you got an underground base in Hawaii, bro. Me? Yeah, you Will got you? that. You got that base? I don't know. Both of us
1: um in hawaii no i'm I'm just i wouldn't be accepted there as a howley i believe they call and i don't want to
0: i don't want to shame people for like having different theories and stuff but it is my job yeah okay yeah okay i'm trying to do that but uh you know it's the same thing with trump like if you there's there's probably like millions of people and i know there's normal there's like normal people too i'm not saying you're not normal but like if you say listen this happened. I think Trump, I hope he wins again. I like him. Um, but, you know, he did hire like a pharmaceutical lobbyist to run government and he, and he bought a bunch of Pfizer doses like that's To some people, they'd rather hear like he's actually secretly the president right now. And because the military, if you read Could executive tell. order 45752, Michael Flynn, look at his name backwards. It's Yellen and that that Yellen, Janet Yellen, which means that Trump's actually the head of the Federal Reserve technically because America is a corporation, not a government. Yeah, that's a good one. I love the corporation. And Nisera, Nisera Gassera, the Federal Reserve doesn't own all our money and we're not being oppressed through taxes because Nasara Gasera is going to be where it flips, and then we're going to be back on a gold-based currency. Like, I'm not even joking. There's millions of people that believe that. So when I say anything in reality, it's like I'm ru- I'm ruining like Yu-Gi-Oh! Episode 7, Season 4. Like, they're watching like an anime show, and it's like, oh, you're just ruining the fun. You don't want to believe in the ma- It's like, and the same, I'll never forget this, because I used to follow one guy. I'm not saying his name. I unfollowed him. Um, but one day he came in, and he's like, you know, Trump is the president. Secretly, he never gave up. He's running the country. Don't worry, patriots, where everything's under control. Everything's and Trump is still control. the president. And the next day, he looked like hungover or drunk or something. He's like, dude, Biden's taking our stuff, man. Biden's running this country into the ground. And like, literally, the top comment that had like 30 likes was some poor MAGA mom that's brainwashed by this guy. And she's like, didn't you just say that Trump's right in the country? How's Biden doing anything if, if Trump's in, in charge? It's like, dude, it, you have to be like really stupid or really naive to believe these people because their own stuff doesn't even add up to what they're saying. It's like, they'll complain about Biden 30% of the time and then 70% of the time, they're like, aye aye, Captain, I'm the head of the Q Patriot, you know, Division 456 Digital Soldiers. And like, it's like, <laughs> You've okay. You've really been
1: working on your impressions.
0: Dude, I'm, I got the Q one on lock. Ready? We're going to do a Q thing now, and then I'm going to pass it over to you to see if you can handle it, all right? We, we okay. just go off. Of, all right, so on my back, I get it. That's Ivy, right? Connect the dots, Andrew. Don't be a normie. Poison Ivy. What else is poison? Oak. Professor Oak. Pokemon. Master Ball. Who else is a master? Master Bedroom. Master Bedroom is offensive now because that's what the left mm-hmm. said. Who's left? Rachel Maddow. Rachel Maddow's in Guantanamo Bay do you not understand what i'm saying what are you dumb
1: Andrew? that was the entire plot of that Na- that's how they wrote the movie national treasure
0: i wrote the movie really? national treasure look it up oh shit
1: nicholas cage was blackout drunk during one of his movies did you know that
0: that's my dad actually you're no, part of the coppola me. family we're <laughs> really going off the rails here i think i should go uh it, it is getting kind of late but in general uh vbdc said hey that's my joke i do kind of want to keep this under two hours now that you said that like if we actually ended on a bad term that would be kind of tight no oh, but uh people know where they can find you real quick andrew uh you know support him check out his stuff he's a great reporter
1: thank you uh andrew says on youtube andrew does also on youtube and instagram so just any place you put in andrew says or andrew does like andrew does something it's a clever thing that i kind of regret now because it's two different places but andrew says it pretty much brings up all my stuff i got youtube instagram twitter and i write for the blaze blaze media the controlled opposition
0: uh andrew's a good guy listen check it out and i just want to let you guys know these hats the god bless hats they're here if you buy anything for the rest of december we're gonna throw in a couple stickers i got some stickers so those are going to be free. I know it's not that much, but listen, they are 77 if you bought them separately. Check out the blue beanies, the black beanies, the Made in America sweatshirts. I appreciate it, guys. Next year, I'm going to attempt to sell more stuff, but I don't know. It's kind of difficult and I'm I'm tired, but I'll do my best. (laughs) Buy it. God bless y'all and see you Hey, what's going on my friends? Just a few ways to stay in touch and support if you'd like to. The first way is dreamrare.com. We have blue beanies, black beanies, pink hats, other colored hats, freedom versus tyranny shirts, Stay blessed, long sleeve, God is great, long sleeve, and lots of more cool items coming soon. DreamRare.com, check out the shop to support everything's made in the United States, handpicked by me. Patreon.com slash rare talk for $5 a month, you can help support me, support the show. If you haven't noticed, unlike other channels, I don't work with very many sponsors, sometimes none at all. And part of the way I'm able to do that is with the DreamRare.com shop and Patreon.com slash rare talk. So thank you guys for keeping the show free, unimpeded, uninterrupted. I'm.